You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week post-moon landing. We live in a world now where we've gone to the moon twice. I'm sure we've gone to the moon more than that, but twice where the world sort of stopped and watched. Uh, it's a different time. The game's different. The game's different on the moon. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but the game, since we've gone to the moon, almost changed completely. I, for one, like it. We'll get into it. Probably just a predominantly rugby league podcast, I'd say, punters, dribblers, uh, with obviously a couple of tidbits, and then I think we're going to tack on some dribbler dribbles on the end because we've been extremely lax at getting back to that. Obviously, we've got lives to live, better things to do. Uh, but before I go on anymore, I'd like to introduce my darling friend, Edward Simpson, how are you? I'm very well, Tom. I've had an absolutely fantastic weekend. Couldn't have gone better. I watched every single game. Couldn't have gone better. It couldn't have gone better. The moon landing went off without a hitch. Without a hitch. Without a hitch. Uh, The moon-based product, a lot better than the old one. Quick. A lot to do with this six again. Let's get into football rule, which has just hit me in all the right places. And the punter and the dribbler, because you're getting more footy. It's flowing superbly, and it's tremendous. It's a tremendous product. I can't, for the life of me, n- not realise why we haven't done this before. Why it seems it, so obvious now. What's insane is that we ever went from one referee to two referee. You're like, what the fuck was so wrong with the game? Look, to be honest, maybe it just speaks to the fact that the rugby league sort of, not even hierarchy, just your sort of, you know, your journos, your, your Phil Goulds of the world, they're never going to be too happy. I will say this. Everyone's happy first round, but just wait for like, and I mean, it's a shortened season, but usually in every fucking season by about like round 13, 14, maybe post origin, which won't happen this year, but all the journos get like, they don't have anything to write about. So when a refereeing decision goes wrong or something happens, everyone just blows up. So whilst I'm completely stoked with it, thanks for coming PVL, great rule change. I can also see... Whingy bitches starting to whinge at some point about something. Well, the coaches will start to whinge because their big boys aren't fit enough and they're just getting pounded in the middle when there's another six again call. Like, yeah. you know, if your motor's weak, you're in big trouble. Yeah, so this is separating the fucking, I don't know, cars, Eddie, so you might have to help me a little bit. But I don't know cars at all. The shit motors from the, the good motors. Well, your good motors are the ones that live and breathe 98 octane. Yes. Right? right. 98 yeah. only. Yeah, yeah, None of that fucking Whereas ethanol Whereas your little bullshit. E10 bitches, yeah, your little yeah, yeah. ethanol fucking goers, yeah. like, they're going to run out of puff. Or mate. even the uh, electronic cars. Look. We need, we need like, raw yeah, we Australian need, yeah. steel. We need grunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, hard, honest Australian grunt. That's what's going to get you through to the big time. Especially with, the, with these rule changes. We're with the rule changes. Yeah. If you don't have grunt under the hood, you're in trouble. Yeah, Desperate yeah. trouble. Some one-cylinder shit box. You're going to get No go, out. no grunt. No go, no ticker. Battery-powered, potentially. Yeah. Look, awful, awful, awful. If you're, so if you're an ethanol kind of guy, you're in trouble. You're yeah. in big trouble. But for the rest of us, those running at 98 octane... Mm. World's your oyster, Tom, from yeah. where I'm sitting. World's your oyster. Look. And also, just so I can, just to clarify, all those whingy bitches that'll be like, oh, without the second referee, like, no one will, no one will get back to 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't we have two fucking linesmen that can start playing some sort of role in the game? Yeah, exactly. Because they haven't been doing jack shit since we brought in that second they've ref. Been taking, they've been taking the day off. They've been taking the day off. What are you even getting paid for, mate? Yeah, we all know it went out. It's 
pretty obvious yeah, where yeah. it went out. Thanks, so you're not bro. breaking any fucking rules, or not rules, that's the wrong word, but you're not, you know. Breaking any ground. You're not breaking any Breaking ground. any news. That's it. By telling me where the ball went out, bruh. No. Pretty obvious. Why don't you start playing a bit of a role? If there's a ruck infringement, put the fucking. That's it. Put it up. If it's they're not back 10, put, put it up. up. Easy. Simple. And so that fixes the, the, the two ref thing. But this the six again is just good stuff. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Every game, lots of points scored. The only game that was kind of shit, if I can be honest, because mm. I did watch every single game. Oh, Tom, you can be honest. Uh, it'd be the Dragons Warriors. Now, that's 50% because the Dragons suck ass. Well, I'd say actually that's about 98% because Punters and Dribblers, those of you that doubted us about the power of tank water, mm. hang your heads in shame. Yeah. Do you think that there is any coincidence the fact that the Warriors have been drinking Tamworth corrugated iron tank water filled with dead possums and gum leaves? Do you think there's any correlation between that and them breaking the record for the highest completion rate in the history of NRL? 45 sets in a row. First 45 sets of the game. 46? 46 from 48 in the end. Dior Dave coming in there. 46 from 48 in the end. Do you think there's any fucking coincidence that they have been reared since being in Australia on the finest of Tamworth tank water? Mate. Come on. The Warriors' biggest issue for decades has been completion rate and tardiness. Yeah. Once you put a bit of possum in your, in into your water, take out the fluoride, yeah. put in the possum. Yeah. This is what happens, mate. <laughs> you go the big lift. You go forty six or forty eight. You blow the fucking St George Illawarra Dragons away. Yeah. Make no mistake, punters and dribblers. That is firmly because of the water they were drinking. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan at halftime in that Space Jam movie. You know what I mean? The right stuff in the water bottle. You can go the big lift. Yes. Now, uh, that being said, the Dragons, the dirty merger clubs and Joe Illawarra. Awful. 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 Disgusting. Awful. For a team that's littered with good players, I won't say throbbers, but good players. There's some good cattle in there. Well, they've got like... They're Vaughan, not prize bulls, well, Vaughan, New South Wales. Tariq Sims, New South Wales. James Graham played for England. Corey Norman played for Queensland. Hunt played for Queensland and Australia. Fucking, I'm sure I'm missing someone else, but like... Cameron McInnes. Cameron McInnes, no rep career, but I get ya. Missing a front tooth, Cam. Uh, yeah. Good player, but... He looked like he'd had his soul ripped out when he walked off the field on the well, weekend. It was to, hard to watch. He had to thank the team and be like, the New Zealanders, like, thanks for... Pounding thanks for, us. Thanks for pounding us into the ground, but like, thanks for... Thanks for sticking around and drinking the, the tank water. Mm. We appreciate you, but they sucked up. Look, I did hear some criticism from about the Warriors, which was... Maybe a little unfair considering what they're doing for the game, but it was like to be completing at 97% uh, and only beating the Dragons by 18 points is like, ooh, you should have really beat the piss out of them. Look, you could go down that path. Sure, you could. But, you know, the Warriors away from home, on the road, Tom, which traditionally hard to win on the road. Especially for the Warriors. And they've been on the road for a long time. And... I think that you just give him a, your pass, Mike. You go, yeah, you didn't, you didn't rack up the 50 nil. You probably could have. Maybe that's because you're stuck in Australia away from your family. Maybe that's what. That, maybe that's what it was. But you take the wins we can get them. So congratulations to the Warriors. But the but the St George Illawarra Dragons are so appalling. Yeah. So abysmal. Yeah. They there was a stat that I read today. McGregor on 750 grand a year. Apparently didn't take a pay cut when everyone else like the team did and shit. So he, apparently he's got two games to save his ass, right? They haven't beat... they In 
since he's, what was it, 15 games, I think, mm. they've only won two of them. Or is it 30 games have won two of them? Do your Dave why, help me? Why would he not have taken a pay cut? That's what I read. No, I know. I think I said somewhere. I'm just like, why though? I don't. I can't understand why the coach wouldn't. Seems strange to me. Seems weird. Seems but very look, weird. I don't know. From all reports, it's a good bloke, but based on what the Dragons have been doing, not if he was as good a coach as he is a bloke, mm. they'd be fucking killing it. Well, you'd be a top four side. Yeah. Going off good bloke status. Going off good bloke status, but unfortunately, that doesn't get you anywhere. That doesn't get W's on scoreboards, Edward. Now, uh, without going through the entire round, obviously, we pretty much tipped it. If it wasn't for Bronson Cherry trying to fucking break off one of the rockets of the rocket ship taking us to the moon two days before. Did we did, did we not talk about that last week? No, we didn't because it happened we after we fucking spoke. But that almost fucked the moon landing, but it didn't. We should have maybe changed our tip from the Sharks to the Tigers. Would they have won if Cherry was playing? Probably. I'm prepared to say they would have. I'm prepared to say they would have. And then when it comes to uh, Panthers Knights... I mean, one of the great draws. It was a draw, so like, there's no you can't blame us for that. So essentially, we picked. But also, game. Mitchell Pierce goes down, and then literally minutes. two minutes later, three minutes later, Connor, Connor Watson, Watson goes, goes up. down, and Pong is not playing. But that was right; we already knew that. We're just saying that, like, Mitchell Pierce is on the field. They win that game. We got eight from eight. We got for eight. We got eight from eight. Um, no surprises there. Collect your money at the till. Lots of people also going like, "Oh fuck, the Storm are going to beat the Raiders." No, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 Right. Right on, dickheads. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, you know, the storm are perfect through week one. It's yeah, technically yeah. week one. They're at home. Mate, well, I don't care. You don't understand, do you? Clearly, you're not, you don't big, get it. not big sports guys or girls. <laughs> uh, if you're thinking that the storm were going to win. Tell you what, Raiders are probably outside of obviously Manly, who we're, I can already feel we're about to get to. We'll I get can, there. I can feel us sort of working ourselves into an absolute lead-filled fucking Manly mm. diatribe. Mm. But Raiders probably next favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the look of Canberra. Second favorite. That young George Williams is hot to Mate, trot. He's all nose. He's all nose. And you know how I like my halves with big noses. We've always time. spoken about halves having not necessarily huge noses. He does have a huge nose, but a nose. No, no, a nose of note. A nose of note. If you've got a nose of note and you're a half, I like the way yeah, you, yeah, you like take it. And he's a footballer, Tom. He's a footballer. You can tell that. Loves to run with the footy in hand. He's, did, he's, you see, did you see that pass he threw to Kotrick for that try? It was just The like, floater yeah, over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, That's I an out-and-out football. Oh, left to right as well, yeah, Tom. Exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's look, On the run. On the run. Running right. Left to right. Floater over two man to Kotrick's on the chest. Yeah. And then Kotrick obviously has to do some work still, but a, but an elite, but one of the great Eastern finishers. European finisher, one of the great, one of the great Eastern European finishers. This game's ever produced. Oh, absolutely, certainly, Tom goes without saying. Yeah. But George Williams really, really hot, really and, hot. And Jack Whiten, thoroughbred, thoroughbred, looks uh, like a thoroughbred. Josh Hodgson, while we get sort of get a you know get a lathering up on, you know, get some English based lather. Mm. Uh, he's the best hooker in the game outside of obviously uh, Danny Cook. Well, no, outside of uh, Smith. Danny Levi at Manly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How silly of me. Yeah. How silly of me. <laughs> uh, but he's the best hooker in the game. Genuinely, I think so. He's tremendous. Overtaking Cam Smith, overtaking Cook. Mate, can I make an early season prediction? Yeah. Canberra Manly final. Oh, dude, I will be so wet for that. I actually, I honestly believe that. Yeah. Like in every part of my fibre and soul. Yeah. I'm... I'm 100% on that. I'm into it. If you want to make money, 
If you want to make money. Do you like the idea of money? When I get feelings, Tom, mm. they ring true. Yeah. Like I knew 100% that the Roosters would cover that line against the, against the Bunnies. They did. I knew 100%. They look good. I knew 100% that Canberra would get the Chockeys over yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we saw that. Roosters, though, back to, I mean, it sounds like we are going through every game. Roosters looked good. They did look good. They did Which look good. Which annoys me. Yeah, it it's pissed me fucking off. annoying. Now, I, Brett Morris gets better and better and Brett better and Morris. better and better. Yeah. Even though he's getting older and older and older. Yeah, fine wine stuff with yeah, Brett. Yeah, fuck yeah. He is, without a doubt, and I think I even saw a friend of the show, Denon Kemp, a bloke in a bar fame. Great bloke. Great bloke. Uh, but he, he sort of said as much on his Instagram, and I echo these sentiments uh, wholeheartedly. Brett Morris, one of the greatest wingers of all time, and I feel like he doesn't get his due. I don't think he gets his due. It's not that people don't think he's good. It's just that they don't suck him off enough. And I think that really mm. they need to be on their knees gagging for Well, I mean, that's what it's all about. He he deserves a servicing every now and then. <laughs> Brett does. I honestly believe that as well. He does. He does. What he does for a football side yeah. is tremendous. He turns up every week. When does he play a bad game? And, and Never. Like, can you, D or Dave, just check when he first played for Australia, New South Wales? Don't give me any city country. Otherwise, I'm going to kick you out of the room. Just New South Wales and Australia. Uh, and then when was the last time? Because I just because his longevity is also fucking ridiculous. So 2009, he first Fuck, represented Australia. Fuck, that was Australia. quick, Dave. Wow, that yep. was quick. Yep. The last time he played for Australia was 2000, uh, 2014. He debuted in Origin 2010 and played in 2017 last. Okay, that's a long... That's I'm, a long. Seven I'm years. I'm surprised he only played for Australia. Eight, eight seasons of rep footy. Yeah. Mm. And still doing the damn thing and could still very... Like, for that Roosters game, he made, he made four, three or four tackles... In the one set, he made three tackles one and, was and one uh, dead, ball dead ball push. <laughs> sure, sure. Push the ball over dead ball. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Saved a try, sort of. Um, but that that one where he's chased down fucking Alex Johnson, who is as quick as they come, mm. and then pinballs off Alex Johnson as he passes the ball to get whoever the fuck he passed to, then runs back and makes the next tackle. So I'm counting that as three tackles there. Yeah, it's three. And then, as we said, pushes the ball over the dead ball line. Unbelievable, mate. They were saying Trent Robinson will be playing this all week. Yeah, like, if right. you want to put lead in the pencils of your boys. Especially, like, here's an old bull. And it's like, now young throbbers, look to the old bull as yeah, to yeah, how yeah. you fucking yeah, yeah. put you your wanna... body on the line for the team. Yeah, yeah. This is how this is what premierships look like. Yeah. This sort of, this sort of behavior. Yeah. Out of all of you, and, and you, it... you, you, you can almost... Get very close to a third if they all behave in that manner. Exactly. Because they've got their fucking cattle, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, they do. They really do. Boyd Cordner, who, look, we've. Kyle Flanagan played a better game. Kyle played good. Because his first two rounds were pretty old. And maybe that's just Kyle, you know, he's a young kid. Yeah, he is. He's finding his way in the world. He's a little, he's like Bambi, you know? He is. He's first steps in the world, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His old man's newborn giraffe. been shot and, you know, now sort of kicked out of the game, allowed back a little bit. But now he's his own man. Yeah, he's forging his own path. He's no longer Shane's son. Shane's his dad. That's right. Forgot his name, Kyle. He's Kyle's dad. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I mean, now listen. I think we're talking quite sort of 
gently about the Roosters, who, you know, we make no bones about it. We despise with every fibre of our Well, I just call it our set. We call it down the line, punters, dribblers, and you know that. And the Roosters, now, they look good. Rabbitohs didn't, but they had cattle. Luttrell had flashes, but wasn't there defensively on a couple of, like, unexplainable instances. The like, one when the one where Jake got a Friend yeah. rubbered through one. and then scored the try and Brayton Astor's like, oh, Where's the oh, you don't you don't really see that very often. Yeah. No, you don't. No. Like, where was Latrell? Usually there's a fullback. Where that was, was always no fullback. my that was always like my asterisk with Latrell. Like he's an out and out throbber. Mm. Don't get me wrong. One of the great throbbers to ever throb. Absolutely. Still throbs right now. Throbbing currently. Yes. But lazy. Or can go missing. Yeah. Whether that's lazy or whether that's game now. Game now, so he just or he just switches off. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm gonna say it's necessarily lazy, but no. he does switch off, yes. it would seem. Now, whether you just like it's restarting a computer or if he's gone to shut down, I don't know what the fuck's As going on. As in so you're thinking maybe you just turn him on and off at the PowerPoint. Maybe he needs that before you run out for the second half. Yeah. Like he needs a reboot. He needs a reboot. Because he like freezes. He gets that sometimes he the gets Mac, the spinning the wheel. Mac wheel. Yeah, he does. Go, he gets fuck, spinning what wheel. happened here? Where is he? But if you looked, if the if the camera was able to pan, he'd sort of be just sitting there glitching, running, glitching. Of. Yeah, exactly. Right. So maybe we just need to reset Latrell at halftime. Look, Wayne, if you're listening, I know you do. I'd be resetting him at halftime. Only problem is I don't think someone as old as Wayne has the technological nous to even turn a computer on, let alone restart one mid-game, Eddie. Well, that might be half the problem. <laughs> that's what, that, that's if Trent, it keeps happening, that's why. Trent's, Trent, Trent Robinson. Trent, you, no, Trent, you. Trent knows how to fucking work a computer, mate. Like, but Trent also knows that he's, he's you know, his CPU, yeah. computational power, couldn't really handle the rig as a fullback. It was yeah, too right. much processing. So we need to, like, so he put him in centers. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, like, he's at fullback now. Yeah. A lot more to process. So he hasn't made He needs a ram upgrade. He needs a ram upgrade. Yeah. He absolutely needs a ram upgrade because otherwise you're going to get spinny wheel of death all season and <laughs> it's all over. Road. And then the poor bastard's just going to get hammered from pillar to post by the media. Well, then you end up throwing out your old laptop because <laughs> you can't fucking use it, mate. You do. You, you upgrade. Yeah, this thing's shit. Go, this thing's fucking useless. No way. And they and they will just tell you, mate, it's, 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 so out, it's out of warranty. It's out, it's out of warranty. Not on us. Mate, our warranty goes for three months and yeah. then and it's then fine. It's, and then it's on you. So, no, this is junk and it's it's all done. Now, I hope to God that they can figure out some way to upgrade his RAM or switch him on and off at the PowerPoint. At halftime. In between halves. Yes. Pre-game halftime. But at the back end of that game on on Friday night, that's what you were saying. Yeah. You are seeing Latrell glitching. Yep. Glitching his ass off. Yep. So, shout out to Latrell. Obviously, hope you... Ram soon, bruh. Ram soon, bruh. Obviously, we get to Sunday night, 6.30. Oh, Oh, you mean Sunday night six thirty? The Blue Raban time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the the one where all the advertising dollars are spent. <laughs> um, Manly took on the Bulldogs in what was the you know most anticipated match of the round. Yes, and absolutely polished them. <laughs> when Sevo just nabrad, who was the defender? Yeah, Suli. Oh, Moses Suli. Yes, nabrad. Uh, yeah. um, some some enter, loser enter beta bulldog player's yeah, yeah, yeah. name here. Then it just set the tone for the whole match. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, it's going to be that sort of game. I was in the car for the first fifteen minutes of the game, and I just sw- fl- flitched on the radio, and uh, it was like, oh, Suli in space, absolutely nabras some bitch, and mm. then you just hear Tom Trebojevic is caught the ball, and then it's like, all right, cool. There was a lot of there was a lot of uneducated dribblers saying that Moses Suli Moses 
Moses Suli in COVID times without the right setup wouldn't have the discipline to come back. Yeah, those people are fucking thrubber. stupid though. Mate, right? he's come back bigger and stronger and fitter than he left. We said Des would have him on a COVID diet. 100%. And look at it. It's, he looks good. He's he looks great. Rat. Now, has he, or Dave, this might be, this might fall under your jurisdiction, but has Moses signed with another club or is it just rumoured? It was rumoured. The Dragons or some shit. Well, I remember when it was rumoured for him to be signing with the Dragons. Good luck. Yeah, he might be rethinking Merely that. Merely came position. out and they were like, it's all bullshit. Don't listen to what you hear. But Moses throbbing, and when you throb, you can ask for more cash. Yes. And we don't, as far as I know, have a shitload of it lying around because we've no. spent it on elite top top tier, tier throbbers. throbbers. Yeah. Like the most prized bulls in the yard. Blue top. chip throbbers. The most prized bulls in the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could argue, you could argue, Tom, that we have three of the top four most desirable players in the comp. Desirable balls. Yeah. Could you argue that? Take Tedesco out and you probably say, yeah, we do. Well, you certainly got Tom and Jake. Like, I don't... Two and three balls. I mean, I'd I'd pick them both before I'd pick Tedesco. Put it that way. Tedesco's good. Well, so one and two balls. Yeah, they're one and two balls. They're one and one balls. Put it this way. Turbo... Tom Turbo, his ceiling is higher than Tedesco's. Yes. I think. Yes. Because he's a natural out and out. He's a footballer. And he can do it all. Yes. He can pass. He can tackle. He can jump. He Tedesco can the can't line. jump. Tom can jump. That's probably if you just go on like skill for skill, they can do everything the same, and then Tommy can jump. Yep. And he's probably quicker. He's bigger. Harder to tackle, probably. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. Yeah. And he can jump higher. Yeah. And I won't go into my affinity for great Australian jumpers. No, we already know that. Because we all know that. And if you can jump, you can win. Yes. It's as simple as that. That's it's, a famous it's, Australian it's, saying. It's Australian, a famous saying. Thou who jumps well <laughs> wins. wins gold. Often. <laughs> now, um, is there anything, was there like one of the greatest moments for me? And I think Jake everyone, to Tom? Yeah, Jake to Tom. Jake <laughs> yeah. to Tom. Yeah. Which was like, which was like, Touch typing, like doing something without even looking. It was just like, yeah, 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 we got this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's mm. all good. Don't mm. worry about it. We do this in the backyard and dad's watching and dad probably talks us through it. Oh, you look, I know that. Passing a tomato in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where it comes from, mate. Tossing a tomato in the backyard yeah. without, but it's also going to be silky and soft because tomatoes can, you know, they can break, they that's can split. That's why they use a tomato because right. the, the, the whole goal of the drill, dad's going to put a shot yeah. on you. And they wear all white. Tomato if I come break. out, If I come out with red or anywhere on me, Dad works me. Yeah, Dad takes me, you know, down the back of the fucking backyard, palatial estate now because it cashed up, and flogs me. Yeah. Or I yeah. get tomato. Down past the tomato Puts shed. Puts me in the stocks down the yeah. back of the house. Yeah. And the whole family comes and begs, yeah. begs oh, rotten the tomato fruit shed. at me. Yeah. That's right. Old rotten tomatoes yeah. pegged at your head. And that's not like abuse or anything. That's that's how greatness is realised. That's that's life in the tomato fields. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That's life. No one's complaining here, punters. Do you reckon Jake and Tom and more than a million each are complaining? No. No, mate. Glory awaits those boys. Exactly. Glory awaits. They're I'm, in the midst of glory right now. They're in the now. midst of glory. They're bathing in the pool of glory. Well, yeah. Two will be three state of origin victories in a row. Yeah. And Manly pff, almost certainly winning the ring. Yeah. Now, if you tell me those boys aren't winning a ring at some point, you got rocks in your head. So if it's not this year, it's next. Yeah. But I think it might be this year. I think it probably is going to be this year. If they stay fit. Now, it couldn't have come better, this COVID stuff for Tommy. Because he'd, be, he'd been coming off a, you know, a long shoulder. season last year. Then he had his shoulder, Rico, and all that shit. 
He looks perfect. He looks fucking perfect. He looks perfect. Because I've been to a couple of games at Brookie and like he can he can get up and about. This is last season, but he was sort of not limping, but he, he was looked a little sore. He looked like he was wading through mud a little bit sometimes yeah. in between sets and shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah. what I was seeing, but no. I liked what I saw. He's bouncing time. around now. Like Bounce. he's on fucking pogo sticks. Bouncing around. But Jay Chavoyevic, mate, like if- Oh, you mean the fucking front rower, back rower who's giving half back passes? No, to no, his he's the brother? best he's the best ball playing forward in the game. Yeah. Fact. No doubt. No doubt. Name a better one. Can't do it. Wade Graham. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up, Dave. Wade Graham has been surpassed, bro. Yeah. Wade's good. Wade's, Wade's top three. But Wade's been surpassed. Take. No, he can kick, that's sure, but we didn't say that. I didn't say we I didn't said say kick. ball player and let's be let's be frank about this one, Dior Dave. Jake's better than Wade Graham. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what the fuck's going on here? Jake better than Wade. Wade great. Love Wade. F- fan of Wade. Wade was the only one trying in that Sharks game. Yeah. Only one trying. Fan of Wade must be said, but Jake rolls up to Wade, shits in his mouth, and then carries on, apologises, and then keeps going. Well, he apologises for the poo. Well, of course he does. He's all class. He's all class. He's all class. But he carries on, yeah. giving great nuts, dirty nuts, filthy nuts, nuts all over the place. Is uh, like what do you what has to happen? Death by a thousand nuts. That was that was the Bulldogs <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> Most of them thrown by Jake, yeah. but some by his brother Tom. Well, they, well, Tom actually threw most. Three try assists, two tries. <laughs> yeah. One try, I feel like he just decided not to score it. It was almost like it fucking, was a weird one. It was a mercy. It was a mercy. Big heart. Now we got to iron that out of him if we're going to go all the way. Yeah, he's too we need, friendly. I need, I need killer in I you, need bro. ruthless. We need killer. What What does Brad Parker have to do to get a blue tick on Instagram? What is Brad Parker like? How is he not get a hundred thousand followers? What the fuck's going on here? The guy is obviously cut from the red granite. nut. The could mate, like he's, he's, he's got the muscle and bone density of an orangutan. We've said this. Strength he's, of an ant. Strength of an ant. Uh, can hit a hole better than anyone that's played the game. His ball, his his line running, yeah. has gone to another level. So Hasn't he gone to another level? So is Curtis Sirinan. Siro, one of the one of the most underrated players in the game. Mate, nothing gets me going like running a tidy line. Yeah. Just love it. Yeah. I just beautiful. love everything about it. The one that uh, that uh, Brad, the household name Parker, got yeah. from Tommy, mm. which was just a really nice ball from Tommy, obviously. But Brad straightened up a couple of degrees. Get your protractors out. Not no, much. no, no. Well, that's the good. That's a good hole runner, though. <laughs> that's a good idea because he doesn't. He doesn't overplay his hand. It's not like he he's knows. going under his line. It's like just no. a couple of no, degrees. To the knows. naked eye, you can barely see he's oh, changed his line. Yeah, it's almost not discernible. Yeah. But. To someone like you and I, exactly. who've been around the protractor game for a while. Yeah, yeah. we've been around I the game, can, rugby league, yeah. protractors. I can pick know. up an inch or t- uh, degree or two. Yeah. Not a problem. And, Brad's, and that's what Brad offers. Brad, o- Brad operates on degrees. He, sure, sure. Shit the does. finest of degrees. Yeah. Acute angles. Yeah, style. really acute angles. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is acute. That's all we've got. Not obtuse angles, Eddie. No. <laughs> the opposite of obtuse. <laughs> acute. That's Brad Parker. That's Brad Parker. Um... Now, look, some people were saying Ruben Garrett can't kick a ball, but I'd say this. Ruben obviously struggled. Friend of the show, Ruben. Ruben had the yips. The snack. He had the yips, but Ruben's too good looking not to get better. You know what I mean? Ruben had the yips. I will say this. Was Ruben's run-up straighter than it's usually been? It might have been. It looked like he'd gone too tight to obtuse. Too perpendicular. Yeah, he was. I'm not sure about this. You know he was I mean? perpendicular. And I... From my mind, yeah. from my eye, I think he needed to be a couple of degrees wider, wider, more obtuse. Yes, need to take it wider from the ball. 
That's my Bring feeling. I, he looked very straight to me. He looked very straight, and he kicked appallingly. <laughs> he didn't kick well. <laughs> yeah, but he'd say... I think he'd he'd kick, what, he kicked one from seven? He'd, he'd admit that, though, Ruben. Of course he does. Two from seven. Two from seven. Two from seven. He'd put his hand up. He'd top. put his hand up and say it in. But as I said, Ruben, far too good-looking and individual, Eddie, to not get better next week, right? Oh, he'll get better. He'll be, he's better for the run. He's better for the run. He's better for the he run. He knows there was no real pressure. He knew we were going to do it easy. Look, a lot of people say, oh, second-year syndrome, second-year syndrome. Not at Manly. No. Second-year syndrome is not a thing not at a Manly. Thing. But also... Second year syndrome, I think, happens more to like halves. People, yeah, but like, yes, halves. People who are like, oh, they make the Australian squad in the first year. They just literally burst onto the scene. Like, Ruben, the snack, Garrick, Ruben, the sandwich, Garrick, mm. he came, played all 26 games, fucking killed it for Manly, but it wasn't like, oh, this is the next Israel Falau. That's true. He's the next Ruben Garrick, the snack, hottest winger of all time. That's without question. Yeah. But, you know, no second-year syndrome for Ruben. No, no, no. Absolutely not. I think just cub out a couple more degrees, you'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. Final thing, if we are saying final thing, we may not. Yeah, well, who knows? But if it is the yeah. final thing, good luck playing Manly at Gosford Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Nice try, bro. Uh, palm trees? Ooh. Mate, that feels seagulls like, love palm trees. Right mate. at home with a palm tree. Water just over the road. Mate, it's a dream, that stadium it's, for us. We beautiful. always play beautiful football out there, always. I mean, I just wish it was closer, Eddie. I wish it was closer to the fine city of Sydney. because But I don't mind that the boys get on the bus and there's a bit of camaraderie for the one-hour trip up the, up the highway. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that's all bad news for the boys. No. In COVID times, sure. But I'm just more talking about when we're allowed to go to the games, I don't want to go to Gosford. No, but you and I will be getting the train up from time to time. I or promise we'll you that. The, we'll be in the bus with the boys, maybe. Maybe. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if we got an invite, maybe a rev up pre-match. Yeah. We've done it before. We're happy to do it again. Des Whatever Des needs. Whatever Des needs. Yeah. But Des turning up and delivering in spades. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I are always pretty confident that Des would be able to bring glory back to the club. It was never in doubt, yeah. It was never in doubt, but... The way that he's brought it back in, like, Glory was so attainable last year. Tavojevic, Tom went down, sort of cruel their finals run, yes. even though we're peaking at the right time. Yeah. But from what I've seen out of the boys this time around, Glory's so close. It's reach out and touch yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it is. It's, you can see Glory. It's... And I don't even, at no point throughout my days, Tom, do I ever think about the Trent Barrett years. No. They're like, oh, I must have got a knock to the head because those years don't exist in my I don't, mind. I can't even remember them. I basically don't remember anything after 2013. Neither <laughs> do I. You know, I remember losing the Roosters in one of the great highway robberies of all time. One of the great cheating scandals in modern NRL history. Yeah. I remember that happening. There'll be a fucking... I tell you what, there'll be some sort of podcast expose into that shit heap of a game. Mm. Or there should be. Well, if we were doing the podcast at the time, it would have been five hours. Yeah, it would have been. Now, I haven't... Yeah, I haven't... I haven't. I don't really remember much until was it last year that Des came back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. 2019. So I lost like six years of my life. Yeah, they're all gone. From a rugby league standpoint, all gone, all gone. The only one I do remember, the only year was like 2014 when we won State of Origin, but then it's all just a blur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it all disappears again. And so it should. But it was just, it was just tremendous to have the game back on our screens. Now, Tom. I didn't watch any Channel 9 on the weekend. I'm more of a Fox guy now. I don't... Look, that's just my preference. Yep. I'm sorry. I prefer it. I think it's a better product. Mate. They were trying out crowd noises. And I've got so to... So was 9. I've got to say that 
from where I'm sitting, it sounds to me like there must be a crowd noise DJ. Someone, someone watching the game, trying to get a feel for things. There is. And He's then, got like a boo button, a cheer button, a fucking, you know, like clap button. He'd have all that. Now, for a first time, I thought it was pretty good. I love it. I much prefer it. Yeah. Without the crowd noises, it seems hollow. It seems empty. I remember when I watched UFC 249, I was loving the action, but the lack of crowd really fucked with me. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Cavernous. It was cavernous. It was empty. It was void. Yes. And I wasn't about that. No. And when they just subtly dropped in the crowd noise, the crowd track, got me up and about. Now, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, and I don't want to accuse Channel 9 or Fox of blatantly robbing us. But I feel like they just played the Hello Sports Sleep Companion under every game. Of course they did. Of course they did. I will say this, and this is just like, you know, a tip. Tips and tricks to help either Fox or Nine out. Insert more dribbler rhetoric in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I no, like you don't a, really get any audible crowd dribble, do you? I need a little bit of audible crowd. I'm happy to voice them I think if we you probably, want. Yeah, well, let's offer that. I'm happy to voice them. Oh, get off there, Get him on side. Get him on side, Or this fucking, you know, like the, the dribblers who... You're fucking always painted on, mate. Oi, what about... Get Latrell's RAM updated. You know, <laughs> things like that. What about that? If I heard that, it would just add to the experience. Get Brad Parker a blue tick, you dog cunts. <laughs> I think there's certainly room for them to drop that in over game calls. Now, there's obviously way more than what we've just said. Well, that was just off the top of the dome. That's off the top of the dome, two seconds, just reacting, feeling, working with the vibe. Dude, it's, it's like being malleable on the spot. None yeah. of this is planned. It's free-flowing. It's ad-lib footy. Eyes up footy. Eyes up footy. It's eyes up footy. Yeah. It's, it's metaphorical eyes footballer footy. stuff. Like, are we, we're the footballers of the podcast world? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're out now, podcast. We're eyes up footy of the yeah. podcast world. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's pretty simple. <laughs> now, podcasters. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Uh, but I, I like the sounds like. Dude, the, the crowd noise is so much better because when there's the comment, when the commentators are going off, uh, you need, it just, it feels weird when they're going off and then a try score and then it's just silent back slapping and like you can hear the sort of you know I don't clapping like from the sideline I'm not you... used to it no and if you like if you want to tell me I saw some punters and dribblers on the punters and dribblers page world world renowned now yeah obviously going from strength to strength a couple of blokes in there saying they didn't like the crowd noise well I'm like why the fuck would you not like crowd noise because that's what you're saying you're saying you don't like crowd yeah noise. what is it what is it that your problem is with the crowd noise is it that are you saying he didn't DJ as well as he probably could have? I would say to that, give it, it, mate, it's his first week. Yeah. He'll get better. He's imagine, better for the run. Imagine DJing for your first time and someone going, mate, that's you're a shit DJ. You go, well, yeah, bro. It's yeah. my first crack. My first crack. But by the end of the season, I'm going to be fucking killing I'll be, it. And I'll be mixing in dribbler fucking yarns. That the Hello Sport Boys provide. Yeah. I'll be mixing them in when and where I feel like they're needed. They're needed, exactly. But I think for a first crack, for a first go round, really liked it. I don't like empty voidless or void like no, no lack of sound I wonder when that whether they'll like start it. getting like you know like, uh, like crowd chants like roosters or some shit and then they can sort of play Oosh. a bit of that Manly 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 you can use that one of the great chants one of the great chants and uh, look not is it only a great chant but I feel like a lot of thought went into it mate 
one of the great chants. You can only imagine then at Manly Leagues Club, couple of schooners. What are we going to say tonight? Oh, you know Manly. what? I've got something. I tried something out in the shower this morning. I'm really liking where it's going. Come with me, boys. Come with me. Manly. And then and then it goes up. Manly. Manly. And we Manly. slowly speed it up. And you can get quicker or slower depending yeah. on the mood, the vibe, what yeah. you're trying to tell the boys. Because yeah. that's what it is. War cries and chants are boying the boys. Yes. Angle. So you boy the boys with what they need. Yeah. Love it. Now, I feel like we need to touch on Bronson. Yeah, we need to touch on Bronson. Of cherry fame. Now, obviously Bronson last week comes out, Asada have... Uh, basically dragged five different anabolic steroids out of his system. Now, that's a lot. That's a shitload of that's steroids. not like, you know, it's not like Lance when he got done with cortisone and he said, oh, I had saddle sores and made up some bullshit. You can't make up bullshit for this. No. Five's a lot. And Five's a shitload. He's standing down the barrel of four years, which yeah. is fucking sad for someone who'd been earmarked for like 500 grand. And yeah, but also contract. 19. He's 19. World at his feet. World's your oyster. Big, strong lad. Quick. Elusive. Quick like, just a good footy player. Yeah. Really good footy natural player. Natural talent. Really natural. Really natural. Fast as fuck. Now, unfortunately, hard to know whether... Well, look, mate. Apparently, there was a whistleblower that allude, uh, alerted Asada to the fact that, that Bronson was up to no good. Yeah. I've been hearing whispers, Tom, that Bronson uh, playing with fire throughout the latter part of his junior career... So, you know, 16 onwards was sort of, was sort of mis mishandling uh, anabolic steroids from time to and time. And this is all pure rumour and innuendo. This is all pure and innuendo. Exactly. I mean, this is just what I was whispered in the wind. Yeah. Now, he's coming off the back of a shoulder, with shoulder surgery, yeah. I think, in November. Like, again, this is speculation, but comes back to training. He's probably a step or two behind. He's not where he wants to be. Physically, Tom, mm. NRL, the most physically demanding sport in the world. On all. the planet. And he knows he's got to go the big lift, recover quickly, and, and put on some weight, some size. So pulls it, like opens up his old bag of dirty tricks. Yeah. And apparently a little birdie whispered to Asada that he might be, you know, Juicing. doing the wrong thing. Cherry juice. So they come up and they do, this would have been, he would have been fucking nervous when they did this. They did the blood test and the urine test. So it's just usually urine, but they went the, they went the full They went the big yards. lift. They on, went the big cherry. lift and they've gone, we'll have your blood as well, bro. And your phone. Thanks for coming. But what, November he got done? I will say this. That's Eddie, a weird time frame, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it's a weird time. Like they took their time fucking yeah, that's what getting I mean. to it. Yeah. Uh, Bronson Cherries. Now, this is just, again, pure innuendo speculation and probably unnecessary to do so. Could even land us in legal hot water. But Bronson's brother, just looking at him, I will firstly say, don't judge a book by its cover, but if you do, do it in this context where we're just talking about Bronson's brother. I, If I was to look at him, I'd say that guy could get me steroids if I wanted them. He could procure. He could procure me steroids, I reckon, if I wanted them. Well, I haven't seen his brother, but I'm going to take you at your word. I think the other thing about Bronson is, and, you know, I know that tattoos pretty common in the NRL, but looking back on it, power of hindsight stuff, when he rocked up with the full leg tat from top to bottom, it, it sort of removed his clean cut um, young, young boy, footballer yeah. on the rise, you know, 
like one of the good eggs. And I'm not saying that if you've got tats on your legs, you're a bad boy necessarily. But like it started to put him in that camp a little bit. Where you're like, oh, this guy... Yeah. So whether or not that's what alerted Asada, the leg tat. Because the leg tat was and a the, big day. And the fact that his legs... But the, the other thing was, right, it wasn't just the leg tat. It was the fact that he got the leg tat on basically like horse legs. Like yeah. massive, massive, massive legs that sort of just came out of nowhere. These legs got big And he's quick. galloping around. You're like, bruh. And what was funny as well is all those stories beforehand that like I didn't even really pay attention to, but they would just lead up to the season dribbles. And it was like... It was like the day before. Never been quicker, never been faster training with the renowned sprint trainer and, you know, friend of the show, Roger Fabri. Big friend of the show. Uh, you know, and Roger's taken the news fucking real hard. Of Roger's... course he has. Of course he has. Because Roger would have thought that it was all up to him, the speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would have been like, I'm the best coach in the world. I've got this kid absolutely humming. Mate, look, you want a sprint coach? Can I show you what I've done to Bronson Cherry in the last yeah, six months? Yeah, the guy was already quick. Now look at him. And then it's like, oh, yeah. no, nah, he was you, on... need, you, you might need to take Bronson off your CV, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You might want to fucking go edit that CV, <laughs> bro. They just fucking found five different types of gear in Bronson's blood. He was pissing as hot as anyone. Yeah, the yeah. piss was as hot as the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to, keep, they had to take a couple of readings. Yeah. It was melting the glass. He was pissing into it, or the plastic, whatever the fuck it was, Dior. It was burning it, though. Yeah, that piss is from the center of the earth. <laughs> Oh, but it's sad. Look, it is sad though because he's a young kid. Four years, he can come back at twenty-five. Now, well, twenty. Oh, he's only nineteen. Yeah, he'd be twenty-three. Twenty. Well, yeah, right. Twenty-three, twenty-four. He might be twenty now. I don't know. But Ben Iken also made a good point. Ben Iken, I was saying. Well, just before I get into it, Ben Iken, I was saying, if if a young, if like kids born in the two thousands saw Ben Iken now, they'd be like, oh wait, that guy played rugby league. Yeah, yeah. He, doesn't, he just looks like a host. Yeah, he does. Lost all muscle. Nothing on it. Anyway. Bag of bones. Bag of bones. Ben's an absolute magoo. He's a magoo. He's gone from like a fucking shaved-headed athlete to like captain of the magoos. Yeah, he's gone captain magoo. <laughs> he's fucking, but it's working for him. Oh, no. Hey, mate, don't... If it's if it's working, keep going, Ben. Yeah, but yeah. you're as magoo as they get. Yeah, I, I think Ben likes that. Though. No, Ben likes being a magoo. Yeah. Ben plays into magoo. I think Ben's really warmed to magooism. Ben picked Magooism. Well, I think, no, I think... Or do you think it picked him? I think Ben was living a lie as a football player. He's come out. He's come out as Magoo. As Magoo. He's come out as Magoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been a lifetime in footy circles having to be fucking Terry Tough Cunt and, you know, and now he's allowed... Trying to fit him. And now now he's allowed to be full Magoo. Full Magoo. Checkered shirts, stuff. Checkered shirts, tucked in, big, thick-rimmed goggles. Yeah, a blazer that doesn't fit quite right. He's on an NRL show, and they uh, and he's the host. He doesn't even like you know. He asks the journo's their opinion. It's like, bro, you played. He's got some. He's got a little bit of an opinion. No, I know he does, but you know, I do know. He's as magoo as they get. Yeah. If Vossi's the stepdad you you don't like, and he's trying to always like be friends with you, I'd say that Ben Iken's the stepdad that you're like, yeah, he's just really nice and quiet and quiet, yeah, and, and like it's awkward to be around. Him like I have to think about things we'll to, talk to, about yeah, exactly. before we go to dinner, and I basically just bring up the same thing every day, which is like, how's work? Yeah, we just talk about footy the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. How's footy, Magoo? <laughs> 
I can't believe my mum's with you, but you're yeah. super nice. And that's, I'm just happy she's happy. So. She's happy with you. She's happy with you. I'm happy with you. But, but I'm bored with you. Yeah, you're not Vossy, though, who's like, how you going? Yeah. You only ain't past the footy. Yeah, here's a nickname for you, squirt. You're like, fuck <laughs> off, bro. Can you leave me alone? Vossy. Big day. Big day. Now. Uh, but I was going to say, <laughs> Ben said we're about Bronson with Oh, yeah, years. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he could come back twenty four, whatever it is. But it's like the kids are like for a kid that's so has a predisposition for fucking uh, bed shit decisions like this. You you wonder whether four years off he's going to be able to keep on the straight and narrow. That was a good point. Saw that NRL three sixty. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's like, mate, has he got the discipline to sit out of the game for four years, work hard, work harder than he's ever worked, yeah. get back for the t- to the tippy top yeah. to get everything he ever Every- wanted? <laughs> In one moment. <laughs> yeah. Now, could he? Sure. Will he? Don't know. Now, if you get banned from the game, do you get banned from the sport That's or what from I was the ask. league? Could you go and like work for Dave? the club? Give it a go. Can you work for the club? Can you... No, can you go and play park footy? No. You can't go go and play Group 10, Group I 11? I don't think so, no. Plus, they wouldn't let a steroid junkie play against plumbers. He'd they're all on it. They're probably all on it out there. <laughs> yeah, they all are, and not for footy. <laughs> like, yeah. they're, all, they're all on the gear just to like look good at yeah, stereo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Bronson, uh, NRL-level player with juice, is going to beat the piss through those Group 10 gimps. But I mean, the like group tent, like, yeah, of course he is. So I'm just, I'm just speaking out loud. More what I was thinking was, would he be allowed to still, like, if Cronulla Sharks were like, listen, we want to look after him. He's a kid. He's fucked up, which he has. You got to remember, he's 19. Like, you make dumb decisions. But whether Cronulla can be like, yeah, well, we're just going to have him on as a, you know, maybe. But they also might be like, mate, because of you, we're getting investigated now, which they probably will. Because they will. like, they what? I mean, the gonna... peptide scandal into Bronson Cherry, an emerging throbber, yeah. who's got five anabolic steroids in his system. Like, yeah. bruh, someone's got to be held accountable at the Sharks, you think. A, that's a lot of steroids, Bronson. That's a lot of steroids. That's like, I'm jabbing up in the fucking yeah. change room That's stuff. a lot of different types of anything. Like, if yeah. you've got five types of orange juice at your house, you're going, bro, like, you need to chill out. Yeah, if you've got five types of vitamin C in your system, you're a fucking big day already yeah, yeah, i'm already yeah. fucking, you're a vitamin c you're, junkie yeah i'm sussing you out you got five types of roids dior allegedly that's a big deal lots and lots yeah and lots that's a lot like so you know if i'm if i'm at the club i'm sort of like bro we need to sort of distance ourselves from you because we've got a fucking bad name as it is yeah like our name is not squeaky clean no our name is like pretty garbage. It's pretty trash, really. In the, in the clean... Like, let's be honest, it's pretty trash. Yeah. Like, the peptide scandal wasn't that long ago that I've just forgotten about no. it. When one of your star bulls gets done with five different types of anabolic steroids, I'm going to remember the peptide scandal. I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, hasn't this happened at the Sharks before? Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Unfortunately, that triggers my memory. Yeah. So, boys, um, the I mean, Bronson Cherry's punishment hasn't been finalised yet. It's still possible four months, and they're waiting on everyone's waiting on a response from Asada. But the way I understand it is, Asada, the Australian anti-doping agency, means mm. he can't play any, I guess, professional or semi-professional sport in Australia. Semi-professional, yeah. And Group Ten, semi-professional. Yeah, that's semi-professional. Yeah. Make no mistake. But I would also imagine that that would stretch across to other organisations, like affiliate organisations in other countries and shit. Like you wouldn't be able to go and play. For Toulon. Well, WADA, I think, would have something to say about that. Yes. That's World. Did he do WADA or was no, it Asada? It's only Asada yeah, so right. far. Yeah. 
Um, but water would have their little mitts over Oh, water would have their fucking grubby paws all over it. Um, now, what, uh, like, do you see Paul Gallon come out blowing up over the timing of the announcement? It's I like, get I'm with I it. do, but I'm also like, tread very <laughs> carefully, Gal. You know what I mean? Yes. Tread carefully. I don't think Gal's the best person I don't to, think so. I, 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 I do not think he is. <laughs> I think it's the last fucking person who should have been blowing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wade Graham, I'll let, I'll let Wade do it. Well, Wade was part of it. Was Wade he there? Was there. Yeah, but actually, I don't know I think, if he was. No, I, I don't know. He was there, but I think he arrived after that. No, dude, I'm pretty sure Wade got suspended. Wade's as well. not that old. Nah, dude, because Wade got in How trouble. How old's Wade? Wade rocked up. Wade rocked up to the hearing in thongs and a backwards cap, and everyone blew up like this is so oh disrespectful. God. Okay, well then, Wade, no. Look, I just don't think any sharks players should be having that. Sharks yeah, yeah. affiliated people should be going. This is bad timing. It's like, yeah, look, it's not great. The look, the thing is, you just go. It surely, when that fucking, when that like, you know, nuclear, nuclear uh, molten lava piss comes out of Bronson Cherry and it melts the cup, surely it doesn't take five months or whatever it is to get the tests back. So I just think that it's a bit scat that they've waited till but, two days before but we when fucking launched yeah, yeah, to the yeah, moon. But, like, but my only my only counter to that, if I can have one, I'll allow it, is if they're in like some sort of sabotage the NRL mode, like bad pay PR for for the for rugby league. Why wouldn't they've come out with it at the start of the season? Maybe it wasn't that and maybe it wasn't ready at the start of the season. Three but, months. But I'm saying maybe it's about maximum uh maximum exposure. Rather than we're trying to fuck the NRL, it's like this is gonna give us the biggest exposure, moon landing, en route, and Assad is doing their job. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. It makes sense. Look, I mean, a lot of dioring to be done there. By everyone. And we have to reiterate, Bronson Cherry still has a B sample of molten lava piss to be tested. So we don't know. When we get when we get the results back on the molten lava, we'll, we'll, we can move on with our lives. Yeah, because if it's... If it'll it's, be definitive. Well, it'll either say that he's guilty or he's innocent, and maybe he just has hot piss. Because yeah. everyone's piss is, is relatively warm. It's just not all as hot as the centre of the earth. We'll just have to see if, if 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 Bronson's is just like that. If that's a genetic mutation to have. Super Could you imagine hot piss? if the B sample came back clean? Could happen. Does that's it, why they do them. That's why they do them. That's why they do them. Uh, but I haven't actually heard of one ever coming no. back. No. Now, shout out to Bronson. All the best, bro. All the best. Before well, look, I've got another rugby league story. Yeah. Centers around the government's decision to. Can the ANZ upgrade? Yes. Now, I will start by saying this. I was into the ANZ upgrade if we have to keep it. If we have to keep it. Right. But now that we're backing out, I'm sort of thinking we just tear it down. Do you know what I mean? So that I don't have to go there anymore. Yeah, but we won't have grand finals in New South Wales. Have it at the new stadium they build at Moore Park. Are they building that? When they build it. Well, when's add, that happening? Add another 20,000 to the Moore Park one and then just be done with it. It's not even, they haven't even started building it yet. You no, can they replan it. They don't that. even know who's building it yet. Exactly. You can replan it, you can redesign it. Sure. I mean, that's going to take a hot second. Well, that it doesn't look like they're building it to me. No. Keep A and Z until the other until one's the built. Until the other one's built. And then destroy it. And then fucking blow it up. Then blow it up. Yeah. Because there's no atmosphere out there. No. It's awful. It sucks. And where it is, it's locale, like, 
it's all concrete. It's There's no vibe anyone. there at all. No, you can't go sit out on the grass with the family before a game and no, drink a case of tins. No, you can't. You can't go out there and drink with a mum case and of bub. tins. No, you can't with mum and bub. And that's what you want. You want to be able to league. drink a case of tins with mum and bub. You want to get so lubricated, you almost don't get let in. No, she. I have to be put in the pram and fucking yeah. push it. Or they get to go in and I'm not let in, and I, you embarrass the whole family. But it's all part. Kid of never it. forgets it. It's all part of it. It's, yeah. it's your. You know. But the ball's in your court. That's what's yeah, important. I'm making the decisions that's right. here. That's right. That's what's important, Tom. Yeah. But off the back of it, St. Peter Volandis, he's got a new mission, and it's it's to get four boutique stadiums, one of them in Manly. Well, Peter's dick's at an all-time high right now in terms yeah. of... And like, he knows it. Pulling and, power. And he knows it. And yeah. he's whipping that thing across the state. Yeah, it's never been stronger. Now he's just... And you know what else he's doing? He's trying to get crowds back to the races. Saw that in the paper today. Of course he is. He's like, days at the races are coming back, you best believe. I'm basically doing whatever I want in this country right now. He does whatever he wants. But, like, I like that idea. So, a get away from the centralised stadiums policy that AFL have. Like, you can either go to the MCG or Docklands. We don't fuck like that in, in Australia, in no. Sydney. We like to be suburban. Yes. You know what I mean? Agreed. We like to be in our Parochial. own... Parochial. Exactly. In our own part of town, yes. as it were. So if they put one in Manly or upgrade Brookvale... Love it. That's beautiful. They want to upgrade Campbelltown for West Tigers because they're pretty much West now. They're not Balmain. No. They want to put one in South Sydney. I don't know where they'd put it, but... Well, maybe that upgrade South Training Ground? No, no, no. It was in like South-South, oh, like okay. further South, like Cogra South. Yeah, right. Or Cronulla South. Okay. I don't know. Put one there and then upgrade Penrith. So then you've got Penrith, then you've got Bankwest, then you'll have more park. You'll have one in the south, one in the north, one in the southwest. Like it. I'm I into love that. It. I think that's great. Dude, let's just make a shitload of stadiums, PVL. But not that big because no, they don't no, need no. to that big. No, we no. don't like them that big, to be honest. As big as Bank West is all I'm going. That's as, uh, if that. Mate, Manly's Brookvale will take 25,000. Yeah. Boutique-y, nice, Wouldn't bit of mind having some real... I don't know if you've ever been to the Dragons Stadium down in Wollongong. I, I was looking at it. I went down to Chico's. Shout out to Chico's on the weekend. I was down in Wollongong seeing my brother so hungover went and got Chico's, which okay. is opposite the stadium. Yeah. And I was looking at it, and it looks like a great place it's to watch rugby league. sick. They've got a hill, and on the opposite side of the hill, you're looking out to the ocean. Watch some whales swim by. Catch a couple of waves. Kelly might be down there. Reach out, Cal. You never know what can happen. So I wouldn't mind Brookie just being like built real high. I don't know how far the ocean is from Brookie. Brookie, like if you were, could you see it if it was high enough? Maybe not. I don't think so. If you built it high enough, you could, Eddie. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. One yes, you side, could. just have it fucking two hundred meters. But high. I like that, dude, because they've got the hill at Wollongong. So you go big stadium, big stadium, big stadium. Just, just spruce the joint up a yeah. bit. And steepness, Eddie. That's one thing you can take from Bank West is steep as. Fuck, get steep your protractors fuck. out. Steep as fuck. Whatever the steepest you can go is. Yes, whilst maintaining safety. Without needing a ladder. And also, I want to be able to get down the stairs. You remember at the SFS, sometimes when you get real high up, getting down the stairs, you felt like you had to fall onto the field. I didn't like that feeling. That vertigo, feeling sick. Yeah, that's girthy. Like, you know, there needs to be a handrail for the, well, for the, the big the, guys. You've got to have a handrail for the big guys, right? Because yeah. yeah. if I fall, I could tumble all the way down to the field. Yeah, you could. You could, and you would. I would have. <laughs> you would have. Like a bloody boulder rolling down a mountain. But I I just think that PVL is like a couple of, 165 million or 170 million each stadium. Like, perfect. Yeah, there you go. Thanks Easy. for coming. Thanks for coming. If that happens, bro, oh. That'd be nice. It just locks us in. Yeah. It just locks us in. Yeah.
That'd be nice. PVL, uh, really like what you're doing, mate. I hope you look. I hope you had the weekend off, mate. Yeah, same. I, I hope, hope you, had you the... I hope you put your feet up and you had a big cold beer. And it, you know what? I hope you had a long lunch as well. I hope someone yeah. just you just sat at home and just ripped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real big Greek feed, yeah. like just lots of white wine, rosé, yeah. red wine, like decadence. I yeah, hope yeah, you yeah. fell asleep like at four in yeah, the afternoon. Absolutely shit face. Yeah, yeah. Woke up, you'd piss the bed like yeah, you just yeah, had yeah. a. I hope so. Like, you had to be cleaned up after. Yeah, yeah. Someone had to clean but, you. But, like, they were celebrating you while they did it. Of course they were, yeah. mate. They were praising you. Yeah. I hope that happened because God that. knows he you deserved, deserved it. it. Yeah. He deserved to piss the bed. Oh, yeah. He earned that right. He earned that right time to piss the bed. Fuck yeah, he did. Power to him. Great stuff, punters and dribblers. Great stuff. Fucking, we're on the moon. Rugby league, tremendous, back. and it's just kicking goals from left, right, and centre. All those chirpy pricks down south. Shout out to you. Not so chirpy. Anymore. No, not so chirpy. And even like, it, there's already the first uh, like rumblings from AFL people that were like that are upset about it. So Kane Corns, who's like Kane Corns, Kane Kane Corns. He's an AFL former AFL player and. I, I don't pay too much attention, but I know that he gets a lot of headlines. He's a bit of a, like, uh, you know, I just describe him as like an alt-right AFL journo where it's like, say fucked up shit and bag people like a little too aggressively and you'll get coverage. Right. And he probably, there's always a job for an asshole in that sort of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Now, again, that's from a very loose, uh, you know, New South Wales view of what the fuck's going on. But he was already like, Mate, we we missed the boat. The NRL's got the jump on us. We shit the bed. Da, 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 da. So, oh, he's being honest. Yeah, he's being honest. Maybe that's what he is. I don't know, but he uh, he's already started on one of the AFL footy shows, which is just poison to watch. <laughs> um, he was like having a crack at the AFL, going, you know, mate, we fucking shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. NRL's won, and no, we have. We've won. Yeah, we've, we've won. won. No, no, the race is over. Yeah, it's already done. We've won the race. We've won the race. We've run it by two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, that's a long way. That's a long way to win by. Think about the ground you got to cover in two weeks yeah. to catch up. Imagine winning a race by two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was two weeks behind him. You're like, yeah, is that yeah. even the same race? Yeah, literally two weeks. And? 14 days ahead. Didn't they fucking call it off before us? Or did we all call them off at the same time? No, no, no they called they it off. They called it off before us. They got a jump on us. No, 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 no. They played one round. We played two. But we started a week before that. Gotcha. Okay, so we I got it. Yeah, no, that might be right. So they've had the exact same Deal. amount of time and they've lost the race by two weeks. Yeah, they've lost the race. Shit house. That's pathetic. And just to put a bow on it, PVL locked in another rights deal. Yeah. Locked in. Yeah, yeah, locked in. It's about, I think on, on my calculations, about $40 million less a year. Has anyone been on a better run like mm. this man has not missed a step like to sindle 2027 put us to the moon secured a salary cap building four new stadiums like Get, the salary getting cap. the races back like huge long lunch on the weekend piss the bed yeah mate he's playing one of the great blinders of all time yeah of all time so mate power to you power well to you um Eddie, I was going to mention this before we just because I mean there's only other really really one other sport still analogue yeah, dude. Still analog. I don't have any space on my fucking phone. Um, was Did you watch 60 Minutes last night? Because if you didn't, I'm not going to fucking really get into it. No, I didn't. I didn't even know it was on. The Josh Reynolds uh, 60 Minutes expose with his scat ex-misses, Belladonna, whatever. Uh, and again, like, 
she is a complete psycho and uh what happened on the show like what what 60 minutes did whilst it was extremely men's women's weekly for a show like 60 minutes which you sort of associate with a little bit more of like well you did what's happening in syria you did yeah on the grounds in syria now it's like fucking tom steinfurt's walking around melbourne with this plastic surgery riddled scat like uh you know what are they called fraudsters Mm. but she basically like once they got all the complaints from her other boyfriends and shit tom steinfurt was like so you're telling me that in the last like eight years you've had two brain tumors uh your mum's died you've had a cervical cancer and you've lost three babies and she's like some people just have a tough road and that's what makes you young and you're like i think we've said this before but complete psycho but also there is an element of like respect in that she is somehow sticking to this story despite insurmountable evidence suggesting that she's full of shit mate it's, it's you know what it is it's deny till you die yeah that's what it is it's, it's, de- it's like- deny till you die rhetoric and she's like i'm gonna double the fuck down yeah. on this and go on 60 minutes the new current affair of Sunday evening television. Yes, that's right. Sunday and I'm going to double the fuck down on this narrative and cross my fingers and, and hope to God I come off okay. And then it was like... Because oh, that is pure psychopath. They brought out the ultrasound that was, I think, what started everything un, like coming undone. Mm. It's brought out the, the web ul- of lies. The web of lies. Brought out the ultrasound uh, that he she sent Josh, like his... She lied about it three times. And I tell you what, man, you, I, my heart broke for Josh Reynolds, friend of the show, uh, watching it. He is such a fucking nice guy. And you can just see how much it fucked with him and how she's like this manipulative psychopath, allegedly. And so she sent him a, uh ultrasound. And then he showed it to obviously his mates, something like, oh, yeah, here it is. And one of his mates, Mrs., who's had like four kids or some shit, was like, that doesn't look like a fucking ultrasound. So, like, usually when you get an ultrasound from a doctor, it has, like, your name on it, like, the chick's name on it, like, where they are, like, all these things that are sort of... And hers didn't Hers didn't have any of that. Like, it just had all these... It just said, like, 12 weeks. Like, right. it was made in, like, yeah, word yeah. art. But it, was, I mean? but it was made online, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But so, like, she just made this thing, and then she's like... The guy's like, well, is this actually your ultrasound? She's like, no. And it's like, well, why'd you send that to him? And whenever she'd get caught out in a lie, she'd say, I just did it out of spite. It's like she admitted to lying about a couple of things. There's also a yarn that she was given this uh, medication from doctors that's meant to like make you, it like kicks your ovaries into action when you want to donate eggs. But one of the side effects is, is the hormones it releases makes your belly swell. So it makes you look pregnant. Right. And so the uh, Tommy Steinfurt, fucking the CEO of Men's Women's Weekly, it would seem, chief editor, was like, why the hell are you getting these? She was get she got those from a doctor when she was meant to be pregnant. He's like, why the fuck would you be getting these from a doctor if you were if you were pregnant? She's like, I was just getting them for when I want to donate eggs. He's like, but you were pregnant. Like, you're not going to want to donate eggs for ages. What sort of doctor's giving these to a pregnant woman? She's just like, I don't know, Tom. Like, <laughs> oh my god, bro! You see her and you see like the devil. Like, she's got so much plastic surgery, so she can't move her face, and she was crying which is obviously crocodile tears putting him on yeah you can tell him but it's like she was actually scary looking i was watching it with steph and we we're like this chick is fucking terrifying she accused him of domestic violence 
Oh my! What she's still throwing? So you know that video, right? The video. Yeah, yeah, so like, and yeah. Josh is like the Tom's sitting with Josh on the couch, and he's like, you know, making Josh fucking watch it again. You're like, after all of the shit this chick's put him through, a little bit of blowing off steam and abusing her doesn't seem that bad. Like, obviously, no one talks to people like that, or no one ever would like to get to the point where they're going off like that, right? This bitch has lied about three different pregnancies to him, has lied that her mum's died, and we all saw Mama Pruesca back in Melbourne. Doesn't look Italian. Mm. Shout out to Mama Pruesca. Of course he's going to blow up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. he's going to be pissed off. He's going to be pissed off, but yeah. then she said that he's domestic violence to her after the video stopped. Don't bother. She set up. And she would have filmed that. Well, exactly. But there's this, right? So she said that after the video stops, he domestic violence her. And she's like, and then I had to go and stay at my friend's house, like her friend who was one of the neighbors, right? That she was friends with. They interviewed the neighbor and she's like, she came over after the thing with Josh. She never mentioned anything about domestic violence. She said it was just a bit of a fight. We actually were laughing about it because these are things that couples go through. So it's like, not even your fucking friends with you now. Well, not, and she's no longer friends with her because she's seen she's fucking some scat yeah, wig yeah. out, like. It couldn't have been more comprehensive. Like, yeah, Josh Reynolds is this poor bastard has just been completely hung out to dry by this absolute psycho. And you just hope, she, like, she actually has to go to jail. If this was a man doing this to someone, you'd be like, this guy should be away for life if he's yeah. not already. <laughs> and poor old Josh, like, schools are saying they don't want him to come work with their kids and stuff. And he's like, mate, that's all I want to do. Like, are I you serious? That. What I, school's doing that? Well, I think it was when it was in the midst of like this guy's domestic right. violence people. I think now he's back working. Surely, he's, club. surely he's working back now. Yeah, but surely. it's just, mate, it was fucking the crookest shit ever. But couple shout of, out to Josh. Couple Reynolds. of couple of tough years for Josh. Real tough years. Shout out to him, great bloke, tremendous. And uh, exonerated in full. Yeah, yeah, that's what you like to see. Full exoneration. Yeah, full exoneration. Cracked bitch. Keep your eyes peeled on his dribblers. Lock her up. Lock her up. Uh, but for me, Eddie, I think that's rugby league. I think that's rugby league. Do you Tremendous. Think, oh, sorry. You're right cardboard there. cutouts? The cardboard cutouts. Uh... <laughs> I'd just written down that they'd put up um, that serial killer. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Put up serial killer and then Matty Johns and that did a joke and put up Hitler. And then yeah, I know. Apologize. And then he had to apologize. <laughs> Tough one. Made Tough. a newspaper in Israel. No yeah. way, really. Yeah, yeah. So it pissed some people off. Yeah. Hitler but, stuff does. Well, no, like, I get it, but I just would have thought, like, people would have been like, fucking, it's just them being dumb. I get that it's offensive, though. What'd they say in Israel? Uh, there was just an article in the Times of Israel. I, like, just didn't really say much beyond what happened. It was just. Right. And then, and then Maddie Johns, there was another one this morning in the Australian Jewish News that he called up the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies to personally apologize. So. Great move by him, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's class. He's class, yeah, Matty. And I mean, I think we can all blame it on... We can blame it on the professor and his sidekick. They probably came up with that lame-ass joke. Uh, 100%. That's got professor written all over yeah, it. Yeah, I would have thought. Um, but yeah, because I did see it. And again, like, obviously it doesn't directly affect me, so I'm a little less... You know. But I think, I, I think even watching it, I was still like, oh, okay, Hitler, like... Bold. Yeah. Well, bold because the joke didn't need Hitler for it, for it to be funny, right? You could have like, used anyone. You yeah. could have used anyone in the crowd. It, it was wasn't... like, if anything, more stupid than it was offensive. Like, you didn't need yeah, to do that. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it was like comparing Richard Wilkins to Hitler. And I was like, Richard Wilkins? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Hitler? <laughs> Seems like a weird... Just put Fat Bastard up or something, you anything. know what I mean? Like, that's anything. a laugh. Fat Bastard's always going to give you a laugh. Yeah. Always. Exactly. 
That's the play. I would have put Bryce Cartwright in the stands. I think that would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been hilarious. Bryce Cartwright in the stands because he's obviously not playing because he's an anti-vaxxer. That's funnier. That's funnier. Professor, do better. Unlikely. As you may know, Punish Dribblers, we are proudly supported and, uh, you know, existing within the realms of the uh, Diamantina Podcast Network. And so we just wanted to give a shout out to uh, another podcast that sits on this network. So once you're done listening to us, be sure to go and check out Fire Ups Quiet Australia. Now, you may or may not know, if you live in Sydney, probably more specifically, but FBI Radio, Community Radio, had the show Fire Up, a rugby league show, in all honesty, was a major inspiration for Hello Sport. Always listen to it. Just a couple of, couple of throbbers who love rugby league and love to talk about it with unqualified opinion and unwavering bias, really, uh, if, you, if, you, if you want to get down to it. Um, but they've got a podcast on the Diamantina Podcast Network hosted by Stephen Ferris, Chris Gale, and also Dennis Carnahan of That's in Queensland fame. One of the great rugby league anthems, That's in Queensland. Uh, but make sure you go and check them out. Give them a listen. Give them a subscribe. Give them a follow because they are far more intelligent than us. That's for damn sure. And uh, they love their rugby league. So get around it. So obviously shit's kicking off big time in America yes. at the moment. Obviously George Floyd or Floyd, George Floyd? George yeah, Floyd. was killed by a racist pig of a man who yeah. knelt on his neck for like eight, nine, nine minutes. minutes. Like the sort of shit that seems to happen every other fucking week in America. And the people have taken to the streets, they're pissed Can off. Can I just say this before we get into it? Only because I just heard a fucked up stat today because it's obviously something that's been taking off around the world, right? Like London, there's marches, I think like Tokyo and Germany and shit. Yep. Solidarity. I read a stat somewhere today that there's been 400 deaths of indigenous Australians in custody and zero charges. Outrageous. Like Disgusting. That's, that's pretty fucking insane when you think about like, oh, it's all kicking off in the US. Oh, it's all in the US. Certainly. Well, it's in be, the US at the moment. No, but I mean like uh, racist racism. Cops. Oh, there's racism here, bro. I mean, Don't I, worry like, about that. No, but you know, and like racist cops killing black people. It's actually happening here far more than you realize. And I just read that stat and I was just kind of like, oh, fuck. That That's doesn't surprise... Well, it horrible. does sort of surprise me. It's, it surprises me you don't hear about it more. Yeah, right? That it's not spoken. And about. I guess it's in custody, so they're less filmed. Well, it's just less visible, yeah. yeah. Will, Whereas, like, someone filmed it on the street in front of your yeah. eyes. Will Smith, I think it, he said it, uh, just with reference to back in America, he said, it's not that there's more racists, there's just more cameras. Or it's like, it's not that there's more racism, or that we're more racist, it's just there's more cameras filming this shit. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucked up thing about, and again, I'm taking this off, so like, I heard someone else say this, and I can't remember who, but with America, like, what was fucked up was the guy was kneeling on his neck and he knew he was being filmed. Like, he, it, Oh, he did He doubled down. He was like, I'm in public like, doing as, this and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care that you're filming me. I'm going to kill this bloke right in front of you. And he's got a history. Again, we don't need to get into it too much, but I mean, it's a very... It's scat. It's a very hairy time in the world and... America is America's, imploding. Yeah. Did you hear as well, the night he got taken into custody, so the policeman who killed him, the night he was under police custody, yep. his wife decided to leave him and start divorce proceedings that night. Oh, really? So he's got a history of domestic violence that's come up now as well. Oh, she was waiting for him because she was oh, scared. So she's like the moment he's at like, oh, 
So this guy's just a so this guy's an evil motherfucker. They should and and uh, and I mean America. As soon as he's locked up, I'm getting get me out of here. Get me out of here. And he's the only one that's been charged with murder. Again, I know we're getting political punish dribblers, but we haven't spoken about well, it. Well, I think the other the, the the other three coppers that were watching should have been charged. They should be charged with something. They should be murder Accessory as well. Accessory to murder? I think, Is that the I term? Think, I think murder. You're seeing what this cunt's doing to this guy. He's screaming, I can't breathe. And you're letting it happen. You're letting it happen. It's appalling. Anyway, so that sparked all these protests. Then the looting gets involved. Looting's the scat part. Like... Just smashing up stores and stealing shit is so unnecessary. Yeah, look, yes, it is. It is, but it's also like, you. D I don't know what it's like to feel fucking wildly oppressed, so I also don't know how, in a, in a yeah, crazy there's state... A lot of, there's a lot of white people looting, bro. Oh, no, there's opportunistic... There's a lot of white no, people for looting. for sure, dude. There's opportunistic behavior, and again, I don't see how, like, you know, racial oppression means that some white dude needs to go and steal a bunch of vans um or you know like air jordans yeah yeah, yeah. which iPhones, is a, yeah, which is what's going on um but there's like i think there's this the the scatter parts like i wouldn't i don't care if the target's burning target's like an international company that can cover it like when you it's see insurance when you see everyone's got insurance but when you see these small businesses they're trying to build something you know they've put their life into it and they're just getting smashed up you're like ah With that video that guy the shop owner getting like beaten that was that's one of the most horrible things I've ever seen like nearly beaten to death well is he do we know what happened I don't him? know for defending his store defend with a sword and then they just ganked him real his bad. little store he had oh it's anyway so the, a lot, a lot, a random, it's a, hairy it's hairy over there but there is a story at the end of this yes and that is that J.R. Smith of, of NBA fame, NBA fame uh, was he'd had his, his, his ute parked in a suburban area in LA, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And some white guy started like trying to smash up his truck. Started smashing his windows of his truck. And he's like, oh, nah, bruh. This ain't And happening. put him to work. Ganked him. Like put him Had him on the ground, work. booting him. He's a 6'6 six, six J.R. Yeah, Smith yeah. athlete. Athlete, strong as an ox, proportioned six, six. beautifully. Not some six six gangly. No, 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 no. Looks good. Yeah, looks good. Six six of throb. Yeah, and put this poor, poor bloke to the sword. Like, Absolutely. could you imagine yeah. looking up and being like, "Holy shit, it's J.R. Smith! <laughs> Holy shit, he's enormous! Holy shit, that was his truck!" And and he is now, now kicking I'm... me with size fourteen shoes. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's got the fifteen boot into me. <laughs> getting smashed oh no him. another rib yeah. oh another rib and then when he lets the kid up then he cracks him in the head and like yeah. his head bangs against the car as he scurries away and then away. he sort of scurries away like yeah. a little rat and then JR puts up do you see JR's video yeah. that he then put up yeah. afterwards that was funny can we see is that on his Instagram would be because that was where I was like this guy's a fucking badass <laughs> I'm a fan of JR yeah Smith I'm a fan after seeing fuck that. yeah I'm a fan that's not him can you find J.R. Smith's Instagram, Dior, Dave? Yeah, I don't... I've Does got he not video. have one? I don't think he's got the video up on on his Instagram. Let's just go J.R. Smith. Did he story it? Nah, yeah, fuck I've, it. I've got it here. You got it? Yeah. Just put it into your mic. Oh, hang on. Let me get the sound off. Just the video of him talking afterwards, not him beating the oh, shit no. out of the kid. Oh, yeah, hang on. Somewhere else. One of these little motherfucking white boys didn't know where he was going and broke my fucking window in my truck broke my shit this wasn't no resident this is a residential area this wasn't no stores over here no none of that shit broke my window 
I chased him down and whooped his ass. So if the footage come out and y'all see it, I chased him down and whooped his ass. He broke my window. This ain't no hate crime. I ain't got no problem with no with nobody. Ain't got no problem with me. There's a problem with the motherfucking system. That's it. The motherfucker broke my window and I whooped his ass. He didn't know who window he broke, and he got his ass whooped. Just so y'all see it later, I'm telling y'all now. I love how he front foots it. Yeah. So these people are definitely feeling me. Well, yeah. I'm going to just fucking front foot yeah, this Yeah, this is boy. what happened. This guy fucking smashing my car windows and I kicked his ass. That's right. Play like, on. Play on. Play on. All right. The podcast this week is brought to you by Rescue Brand Emergency Products. Now, obviously in these crazy COVID times, there are plenty of uh, cowboys out there, but not the good type of cowboys. I'm talking people who are jacking up prices of hand sanitizer to fucking make them more expensive than gold. Uh, now, Rescue Brand, still selling all the same shit, but ethically minded. Uh, they set up as a result of the COVID crisis to re-employ people who, have lo- who had lost their job. Um, as a result of the pandemic, uh, they are partnered with Indigenous organisations to help donate essential items, and uh, everything that they sell is being sold at pre-crisis prices. So none of that cowboy price gouging bullshit that you're getting when you get down to your local 7-Eleven to try and get yourself some hand sanitizer, and you realise you've got to mortgage your mum's house just to be able to keep your hands clean. Go to rescuebrand.com.au to go and buy sanitizer, antibacterial wipes. If you've got a business that's reopening and you need face masks, gowns, gloves, whatever really, they can get their hands on it if you need it. So you can reach out, rescuebrand.com.au. Now they've also got a little uh, COVID tracker map. Now, thank Christ in Australia, Coronavirus, as it stands, punters and dribblers, looks like it's uh, it's chilling out a little bit. Second waves can come. We all know this. We all hear this. But if you go to data.rescue.support, then you're going to be able to see a COVID case tracker where you can see, you can put in your, your, your postcode and you can see if there's any new cases in your area. You can see recoveries. It's basically using government data to tell you from a national, state, and suburb, suburbial level, uh, about the coronavirus cases in your area. So if you need anything, rescuebrand.com.au. And if you want to keep on top of where the fuck corona's at in your area, then data.rescue.support. You're going to need to get this from somewhere, Punters Dribblers. You're probably better off not getting completely ripped off by some absolute sunny cowboy who's trying to make a quick buck off you. Better off going to rescuebrand.com.au, getting fair-priced sunny and wipes uh, from a business that is looking to employ Australians who have lost their jobs as well as work with the community. Uh, so it doesn't seem like a tough decision. Rescuebrand.com.au. So, we've not been doing the dribbles, obviously. No. Uh, Tom and I... We were, we planned on it, but last we're gonna week... We're going to do them on Thursday. Then we did a moon landing podcast where we got very drunk and maybe on the uh, the vegan cigarettes as well. Might have been on the vegans. Uh, not, and so... Not too sure, but so pissed we just look we do there is a moon landing podcast around we also we did it with friend of the show luke bracy and we might have even had a uh cameo from the hitman dribbler yeah he might have come on um look i, I, I don't even know what it would have been like no i haven't listened to it yet so for fear of 
Yeah. You know, but we might release some of it. We'll see. Certainly not all of it. No, no, no. Certainly you're not getting all of it. Plenty of chunks to be removed from there. You're going to get like 4% of it. That's maybe. probably it. Maybe less. Yeah. Because most of it was wildly inappropriate. Wildly or, right. or there were was, like multiple conversations yeah, going on at once. It was incoherent dribble. Yeah. But... We have not been doing the dribbles, not because we don't like them, but because our lives have been filled with other things. Yeah. But we are here now. That's and we're it. doing them. We're doing them. So, Tom has gone through and uh, look, just, trimmed. Yeah, we've trimmed. We've trimmed. Whatever that means. Some were good, some weren't. There are a couple in there that had like eight dribbles, six dribbles. There are some... Uh, I haven't listened to them all, though. I just saw ones where there was like shitloads of them and pissed them off so we'll see who's called up eddie but let's i think we're just playing them from your phone make sure you uh stick your bloody phone the arse of your phone into the um no 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 i think we're just playing it in your mic yeah, yeah. let's rip in okay it's uh le cheval which is translated as the horse in french I've been uh, looking at a lot of stuff on YouTube, but I've actually stopped at music videos this time, and I, for one, want to know what people think about the best music video of all time. And I've had it with the, uh, you know, the Michael Jacksons of this world, the Beyonce's of this world. I'm going to throw a bit of a smoky in there and say, Snow Patrol, open your eyes fucking great music video cruising along the prison streets circa 1970s you can tell by the cars and sort of the general get up of the you know the constabulary constabulary the fucking word is les gendarmes you know the French fucking police whatever what a start Um, (laughs) what a start Good Lord. The first person view of basically. I'll pause you. Yeah. And I'll it's a fu- uh, we'll explain the video no. clip. Oh, it's Call On Me. <laughs> oh, uh, that's the greatest video clip of all time. Oh, uh, from Eric Call On Me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Call On Me. And it's just those women. Well, that was like real sexual awakening for, you know, a 14 year old man. Yeah, yeah. Me. It's, the, it's the best video clip it's of fantastic. all time. It's fantastic. I was obsessed with that. But I will give this dribbler his due. Uh, Snow Patrol, that video clip is. Um, they're driving around the streets in the 70s and it's one shot and it's on the hood of this car and he's just fucking fanging it around the back streets of, I think it was Paris, Dior. Um, and he's literally hooking it in this car and then as he pulled, the, like the vi- whole video ends as he's pulling up to like he's the top of these steps and you, the car pulls up and he gets out and slams the door and as he slams the door his chick just runs up the stairs and they meet and hook up. And it's just like, but like it looks really cool. Like the aesthetic of it's really cool. Fair call in the video clip. I will say this, back in my early 20s when I used to do a lot of Red Bulls, I someone showed me that you can marry that song with, I believe it's an exhibit song called Say My Name, Dior, Mute, Mute Snow Patrol, and play exhibit and like it matches up real well now this could be so what no because it matched up really well like 
uh, it looked it like the the music enhanced the, the what you were saying. Right, right, right. right. You know, okay, like yeah, it, yeah. It was. It they wasn't speak like, to each other. They speak to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, just fucking watch it while yeah, there's an yeah. exhibit. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they okay. They complement each Again, other. Again, now this was a fucking. This was lots of. This was Red Bull days. So. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Maybe it maybe it's horrible. You'll look at this and go. You'll know whether you'll know how many Red Bulls I was on. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it won't be not on. I wasn't on Red Bulls. I was having Red Bulls. How yeah, many yeah. I drunk? Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, another one for you boys. Okay, go. Here it goes again on the treadmills. That's not bad. The uh, ones where they're stepping on the treadmills and sort of like moving along it. Do you remember that? And that's also all one take. Yeah, that is one take. One take, and that was like them before they were famous. Got that was like the first viral YouTube. Video. Yeah, that was a viral uh, was like video first clip. Viral. First yeah. viral video like clip on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote a paper on this at uni. Did you? Did really? you really? Yeah. There you go. Dior Day. Dior Day. Perfect Dior. question. You for like you, bro. your music, don't um, you, Dior Day? Who's your favorite yeah. band? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, see, they got lots yeah. of time in Parlor Vibes. Yeah, exactly. Who we were talking about Big the other day. That scene. Big okay. psychedelic scene in Australia. Love that. It's great, lots of music coming Do out. you have Red Bulls ever? Uh, not too much <laughs> Red Bulls. I'm more on the ones that slow me down. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm more yeah. the vegan cigarettes. Cigarettes, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't mind that. Sure. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. All right, let's go. Hello, Tom and Eddie. It's Pug here. Look, um,. You guys have featured a very lovely lady the last few weeks on your podcast, one of the dribblets, and uh, I think I've fallen in love with her, so I'd like to uh, quickly read her a poem um, that I've written myself, right? So it's to Peter, the dribbler. Peter, oh Peter, wouldn't I love to meet her? When you rang the dribble hotline one drunken night, I thought it was love at first sight. The problem was I was listening and not looking. But after this isolation is done, maybe join me for some restaurant booking, bookings. <laughs> we can have a few beers and even a nibble. And for the rest of our lives, we can punt and dribble. <laughs> That's beautiful, Pug. Pug, that was gorgeous. Peter, come on. Well... Look, I don't know. Peter might. Peter, I don't know, know if you're. Peter's I don't know if you're. I don't know. If you're on the market, if you're free and you like the sound of that, maybe reply. Yeah. Call up the dribbler hotline and either accept his invitation or to punt and dribble, down. shoot him down, or maybe come back with your own love story. Yeah. I don't know. It's up to you. But that was beautiful, though. That was really nice. Wow. Yeah, really bubbled their last um, dribble. Uh, is there two dribbles in here? There is. He's fucked the first one. This should be funny. Well, maybe yeah, we'll... Tom Andy, quick dribble here. Um, just a quick chat about the bagmen in this world. Um, you two are pretty, two pretty powerful men. I was wondering, um, on behalf of the bagmen of this world, I was thinking we need a bagman-only toilet. Um, too many times I've been struck up in a toilet with the lads. And um, there's just a big, big poo in the toilet. And uh, I think we need a bagman only toilet. And um, the, the other thing is, is that toilets come with... This is... Oh, I don't know if I want to listen to nah, the second one. I think we let this go. You're out, brah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, mate. It wasn't up to scratch. No. We're not bagmen either. That's uh that's salacious fucking gossip. Yeah, hello guys. Uh just a quick shout out to the punters and the dribblers. 
um, Tom and Eddie and all the other boys out there. Uh, Neil Sober Nova Castran here. Um, Saturday morning. Um, yeah, just quick shout out to Hank the Tank for giving me a good clipping <laughs> on um, the Dribble Hotline last week. Well deserved. Well, well needed, actually. But um, just one thing he brought up. Uh, Hank, his name's Hank the Tank. Ironic because my um, my pet American Staffy uh, cross Bull Matthews' actual name is Hank as well. So. That's ironic there. He yeah, hang, both hangs yeah, to give yeah, me a clipping. But this, uh, when he, at the start, when he said light beers to Nilsa, I just wanted to know what his problem is with light beers. Um, I believe, uh, shout out to Yuli's Brews, friend, friend of the show, they're, they're light beer of Seabreeze. That's a good drop, and you can drink that all day. I just, don't, I just want to know what, what Hank the Tank's problem is with light beers. Um, is that meant to be some kind of uh, insult towards Nilsa and Nova Catherine, or... Or the, the other boys in light, light drinkers out there, like 4X Gold or the Iron They're all middies, though. Uh, great, Northern, great drop. Just, um, yeah, Tom and Eddie, what's your thought of, on light beers? Oh, I haven't got a problem with it. I think it's, um, yeah, something you can you can drink all day and not piss the bed at night after a big session on the um, two is new. But, yeah, let us know what you think. Pepsi Max soon, boys. Geeks return soon. Thanks, boys. Neil, so welcome back, brother. Welcome back. Um, nice to hear there's no Kurt Gidley rhetoric. No, he did that say was a welcome he did change. finish with Kurt Gidley, but that's all right. Uh, By and large, I'll Tom. say this firstly. I don't know if you've had Yuli's Brews, but it's not called Sea Breeze. It's called Sea Bass. And just as, you know, like gatekeepers of that sort of, that beverage on the podcast, it would do you well to get it right moving forward. <laughs> Nilsa. They're also, I believe, the sea bass is one point two. They're midis, which They're is mid strength. That's a mid, that's a mid strength. So I classify mid strength as like one up to one point two. Less than one is light. Like so point point eight, point nine, point seven. Yeah, I like that's cascade light. They're point eight. Tastes like pure shit. Cascades are point eight. Yeah, lights are no good. Middies I'll allow. I'll allow middies. No, middies are all right. I tell you what, as a dad now, punters, dribblers, as you're well aware, I have fathered a child. The mid-strength beer gets you through uh, some, you know, hairy situations where, you know, sometimes you drink quicker than others. Sometimes you're in the mood for a scallywag time and the mid-strength will stop you from stumbling home to the missus who's like, mate, yeah, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. If you get on, yeah, I mean, look, if you have enough of the big boys... You can rock your socks. Yeah, but a couple quickly of the big boys will rock That's what your I mean. Socks. Like if you sit down on a Friday Arvo and you have an ice cold schooner and next minute you're having another one, then you start to get a bit then of, you, ooh, then, I'm on my way now. Yeah. And then when you're on your way, it's all over. Two in quick succession, you may as well. You've basically, once you've had two in the first sort of 20 minutes, yeah. you've basically had 12. Yeah, then you could be on the Red Bulls, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You could be on anything. Yeah, and you know, and then that's a bigger problem. But I won't back up lights. I won't do it. No. I think lights are awful. Yeah, lights are horse piss. I don't like lights. Sorry. Never drunk them. And when I did, I hated it. Yeah. And not my cup of tea. No. If it's yours, Nilsa, that's fine. That's fine. It's not ours. If you're a light guy, Nilsa, that's, that's fine. fine. We're not. We're not light guys. We might allow a midi because Tom's a father. Yes. Now, i tell you what else on Nilsa. This is how big of a dribbler Nilsa is. And he is one of the biggest... And I'm not saying this in a negative sense, Nilsa. Being a dribbler is a good thing. Being a dribbler is a good thing. And Nilsa is close to the biggest dribbler we have here i was watching on channel nine or fox after a team scores a try they cut to like fans back in their home like cheering for fucking was one of them him neil so and i'm pretty Bullshit. sure i'm pretty sure they send them in 
beforehand right it's not like everyone's setting up fucking cameras in their house it's like send in videos of you celebrating a fucking cowboys try or a knight's try and then we'll just cut to like nilso was on there nilso i didn't i was uh i just saw it on tv i couldn't hear him because he's talking but he's in a newcastle jersey and he's dribbling about newcastle <laughs> like after i've got a try and i'm like is that Fucking Nilso the Novocastrian. This motherfucker is everywhere in my life right now. You're working hard, brah. Real hard. Serious dribbler vibes, Nilso. So well done on that front. Well done, mate. Holy shit, that's hilarious. Light soon for you, bruh. Light soon, bruh. Good evening, Tom and Eddie. As well as the punters. Yeah, the dribbler. Never start off here, also known as the beat test dribbler. <laughs> now, just following on from my dribble in the last uh, fortnight, um, I've heeded your advice about re-challenging myself um, with another crack at the beat test, given oh, my, flat ground. my uh, uh, negligible result 10 years ago with the incline and Decline. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> driveway situation. Now, current backyard situation is that I don't have the full 20 metres available. So, <laughs> Come on, I'm about 10 metres up and back, and that would require a turn mid. Mid shuttle. A tumble turn. <laughs> now, That's not regulation no, either. I've got up to level five. And my main question is this week, Tom and Eddie, is can I blame this on the tumble the train turn? that I'm running the big gesture? Ten metres is not that, long. That <laughs> extra turn. The extra turn would be annoying, yeah, though. Add an, an, uh, uh. an element that you know requires an extra yeah a turn capability in the he hasn't the practiced his turns obviously and it's really thrown him or is it just I'm a fucking mate cut? look Look, you've obviously you've obviously you're not obviously, heeded our advice. No, we said go out and do it regulation. You're obviously a hundred percent unfit because level five. Uh, now listen, we I haven't done a beep test for a while, and we probably should get on that now that the lockdowns are, are reduced. Do you reckon you get more than five? Yeah, you do. Hundred percent. Look, tumble turns in the beep test world not easy, not easy, but. Five is appalling. Five's and also, appalling. go down to your park. We told you it wasn't regulation yeah, the first you're not, time. Unless, you've, unless you're locked in your house, bro, your backyard is not the only place you can do a beep test. Go and do it on the street. Fucking do it do out it on the, the road. Mate. He keeps out, oh, yeah, I've got a steep driveway and now I've got a small backyard. Get a better, don't get a better backyard. Just get, go to a park. Go to the park. Go to the park. Go to the park. And you can't... Of course, tumble towns are going to fuck you up. Be better. But also, you're unfit because you're only doing five. Be better. Be better. Ooh. Ooh. Who do we have here? Hey, boys. Uh, big picker here. Time not forgiven. Uh, just wanted to let you know... He lives! <laughs> absolutely nothing. Literally get absolutely nothing. So, taking this time to... Uh, Trying to find my feet. Uh, I don't know why. I've been giving you this and I've completely forgotten to actually call up. I uh, just want to let you guys know that Dan Panaris 
absolutely the greatest of all time. And I've also I've also been informed of some person called KD. No, that's called so KD, and um, I don't know who KD is. Yeah, you know, you know KD. I've got no idea who you are or who you're who about. I'm going to call you Kieran. You know, Kieran, Kieran, Kieran Davalushi. Kieran, Kieran Davalushi. I'll tell you what, Mr. Davalushi. If you want to come back here, I think you need to get a little bit of stress off, a little bit of time off. Mr. Davalushi, come here for a pool of If you want to have a couple of gantes, Mr. Davalushi, please, by all means, come with me. Oh and all I want to say is, I want you here. Uh, and I stick by my statement is Dan Medeiros is the greatest fullback of all time. Pure boy guys, I soon. He's got another one. He's got another one. Holy oh. shit! It's so good to hear his it's voice. It's so good to hear you're doing well, Big Tasty. We we're worried about it. soon. Big Tasty here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just been informed that uh, KD actually stands for King Dribbler. Um, a king that announces himself as a king is no king for mine. <laughs> I just want to say that if you are calling yourself KD, I'm assuming your name is Kieran. <laughs> I want to say Kieran Davalushi. Davalushi, Mr. Davalushi out there. I'm going to say if you announce yourself as a king, then you are not a king as I follow. I want to shout to the shout to the hitman. I want to shout to the sleep dribbler. But... <laughs> My my man, Kevin Jarosuchi, you're not king of mine. If you're announcing, if you know, if you're announcing yourself as a king, and if you're going to call yourself a king, and if you're not getting absolutely spanned in the work, you're not king of mine, brother. And I want to say, I can't wait soon. Cheers. Whoa! What a return. <laughs> Kieran Dabaluche. Kieran Dabaluche, King Dribbler, just getting absolutely pumped there by. <laughs> The return of Big Tasty. I didn't see that return coming. I didn't see that coming. That was class. It, I tell you what, class he, dribbling. He managed to maintain the really high standard of dribble that he. I set. didn't think he'd come back and because he set the bar so high, I didn't think he'd be able to match it. Now he hasn't gone for twenty five unchecked dribbles there, but he's gone. He went two solid ones. But he had his. He had his. He, it was very Big Tasty ass. Yeah, like if he didn't say his name was Big Tasty at the start, I would have known. Of it was course, him. you know it's Big Tasty. He leaves his, his fingerprints were all over it. I didn't know what he meant by double Lucia until no. he called back and re-explained. And that's a Big Tasty vibe. He assumes the knowledge of the listener when we have no knowledge. That's a very Big Tasty thing. And then he comes back afterwards because he's probably got fumes and guava lover there yeah, going. You can hear him in the background. They're going, mate. You didn't make sense then. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta you, go you back could hear then. him laughing when he said that Danny Badiris is the greatest fullback of all time. Yeah, which, I mean, was a killer joke. I mean, it was yeah, hilarious. That joke is hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but look, good to hear you're doing well. Good to have you back. I feel like mate. you sort of did one of those, like, um, went on, lived in, the, in, in like a monastery for a couple of weeks to find himself, he, came back. He sounded whole to me. He sounded like, you know, and eat, pray, love. Yeah, he sounded fulfilled. Yeah. Eat, play. <laughs> Eat, pray, dribble. Eat, pray, dribble was yeah. big tasty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a book by yeah. Big Tasty. <laughs> Eat, pray, dribble. He's gone and found himself yeah. in like an ashram in India for the last couple of yeah, weeks, yeah. and now he's back. and it shows. You can tell he's yeah. an evolved human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah, he's in a good place. It's good Eat, to hear, pray, man. dribble. Hey, boys. 
Tom and Eddie. It's uh, one of the OG dribblets. Um, I was actually just listening to the dribbler dribbles, and it reminded me of something um, from an early podcast. I was young on about the fucking AFL boys, and Hayes mentioned the other day. Just got me thinking about Hayes was saying about the AFL just sweeping all the shit under the fucking rug, mm. and like this AFL is a big fucking shitty lumpy fucking business and like the rug business is going to be in the like the rug business is going to be looking for a new rug and it actually got me thinking because I used to go down to the footy to watch the Chooks play and we used me and my mate Chris we used to always drive past this fucking Persian rug place in Sydney and I we used to always just laugh at it and be like who the fuck would get into rugs like what like unless you're in like some family business how the fuck do you get into rug, like the rug business? Rug game. Um, unless of course. Tough game. Yeah, it's a tough. Like game. you're selling directly to the AFL, but. Hard contract. Yeah. Hard contract to get. Yeah, like, drug money. I don't know. I don't know. But thoughts on just the Persian rug business in Sydney? See you soon. Look. Cheers there. Thanks for that, OG Driblet. I believe Look, it was Peter. I think it might have been Peter. It's a great question. How does one find themselves in the Persian drug uh, Persian rug, rug game? game? <laughs> Not to be mistaken for the Persian, Persian rug rugs. game. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the former yes. game. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck you fall into it. Well, I'd say that 98%, now this is a stat that you'd have to deal with, but I'd say 98% of Persian rug owners are family-owned businesses. They have to be. Yeah. Because every time you walk past a rug store, it's always sale, sale, sale. They're always having a good sale. I want to know what separates the Persian rug from your run-of-the-mill rug. What makes it Persian? Well, probably comes from Persian places. Maybe. Maybe. Persians make it? Persian material? I think Persian-inspired. I don't think they're made in Persia anymore. And I don't think that... It's sourced in Persia. Like, a lot of Chinese rugs would be sold as Persian rugs. I'm sure that there's some wool pulling going on. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying what makes a Persian rug Persian? Dior Dave? I'll give it a go. Just see. Yeah. See if you got anything there. See if you can turn anything up. Um, Because it seems like a fucking... Do you own a, have you ever owned a Persian rug? Not that I know. I feel like a Persian rug is something that like your mum would never let you walk on. Do you know anyone with a Persian rug? Dave, have you got Persian rugs? I think my grandparents have some Persian rugs. That makes sense. Are they nice to the touch? They're old. They're old and dusty. Yeah. So, Give like, you hay fever, especially yeah. me. But number one result on Google, what's so special about Persian rugs? Love that. Perfect. It says their versatility in design, function and colour are what makes them so special. Persian rugs can be expensive, opulent, and extravagant, but they can also be affordable, practical, and durable. <laughs> Sounds like a good rug. No, that does sound like a rug for all occasions. <laughs> a rug for all occasions. But they don't... The I tagline st- of the Persian rug. Yeah, I still don't know what separates them. Mainly made from wool with silk and cotton, but okay. wool's the main ingredient there. Okay. There you go. There you go. Peter, I don't know why you get into the rug game other than if you are Persian. If in you're a, in Persian, a Persian family. If you're Persian with a Persian family, sure. Cheers, bruh. Cheers, bruh. And please get back to uh, Pug or whoever. Get back to Pug. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Hello, punters.
Does he lose his voice? No. Uh, just like to um, first time caller, <laughs> first time listener. No, many times, many, many times. Where's he done that? Um, Scrapman here. Scrap. I just like to reply to the um, North Queensland Cowboys dribbler, dribbler, who haven't got Cronulla Sharks. Cronulla Sharks are probably the best team in the NRL. As discussed, what we have this one, probably though? the number one song in the competition, Up, Up, Canola. This has not aged well. We also have the At all. Family Hill, where you can have, Grandma can have a Pasito, or Passiona, and the kids can have a, a, a Ted, to his extra dry. Um, we, we, we've also got... Um, two mascots not many clubs have two mascots Mr. Sharky MC Hammer and the North Queensland dribbler says we cheated the salary cap between our grand final wins however that year we won the grand final we undercooked the books however if you look closely we've got fucking heaps of money coming in Fucking heaps. How do you think ScoMo is funding the stimulus package at the moment? Job seeker. Fucking Cronulla Sharks. Sharks Legs Club. Bringing in the big bickies. Um, we've also got beaches, babes, and... I feel like you've stolen that from somewhere. Yeah, I feel like you. that's, a, uh, that's yeah. derivative. Yeah, so... Yeah, fuck. Look, I'm going to say... What date did he send that? He sent that on the 16th of May. That hasn't aged well, bro. That hasn't aged well. I will say this. If that was a debate between you and the North Queensland dribbler, I think you've been bested. Yeah. That's just my feeling. I think quite quite easily, comprehensively. Yeah. Look, you've got to be better. You've got to be better. If you want to get the W. Yeah. In a, in a, in a dribble off. Fucking hell. Um, you wanted cone rhetoric. Oh, by the way. Hello to the punter and the dribbler. Um, and, but yeah, I'm a first-time dribbler, so I am allowed a double dribble, which could well be required here. Um, big shout-out to Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Um, oh, I'm just, I'm, uh, yeah, just cones, cones always. Uh, a lot of cone ready going on here. Uh, we got one fella with ice cream. Um, fuck, I haven't even talked about sport. I'm an AFL dribbler. Um, and unfortunately um, but I think we got footy coming back on the 11th of June see you later boys be soon <laughs> <laughs> oh that was tremendous that was I liked good. that I liked that a lot just to the point yeah that was it AFL's coming back yeah 11th of June yep you're, you're dead right you're dead right good for you we'll good take that you. as a comment oh tremendous that was funny made me laugh Hey boys, Tom and Eddie, it's the, um, the DPB, shout out to the B's and D's, uh, the dot plane dribbler. I realise that that's a lot of abbreviations at the moment. At the moment, um, I'm just not feeling that great after having way too many Red Bulls. And I realised how much money I spent on having way too much Red Bulls, but I just want to give a shout out to you boys. Thank you a lot for um, keeping it going through this pandemic time, because pandemic times obviously call her pandemic measures, so... Keep up the good work, and I appreciate the work that you guys do for us because you guys are absolute legends. Go the Roosters. Fuck South Sydney. 
Fuck. Dot point sounded like he was at an all-time low there. <laughs> yeah, that dot was. Point. Dot point just needed a friend. I yeah, think. he's just like I'm. Just, I need to hear their voices, <laughs> and I'm just going to call. He's it just this. he's called up to hear our voices. Hear our voices well, on yours, answer yeah. machine. He said thanks. Uh, look, appreciate that. Big fan of yours, Dot Point. Thanks, Jumbo. DPD. Uh, I hope you you bounce back, brother. Big fan of yours, bro. You know, Dominic, it's a hybrid say this a salivalist summer summer tough not a summer i'm prepared to get around no, no it's not no and i don't see what the problem is tom you if you test the play you yeah. test the players and you get on with saliva on the ball yeah gollies are plenty gollies are what make this nation great particularly yeah. in summer mate we uh no no look i can't imagine they're gonna ban saliva i know they're talking about it but it just seems stupid no to be i mean it's a key element to the game can't Some ban the gollies but also you know, you've got some people's saliva is maybe better than others as well. It's like there is a tactic and an art to the game. There's weather. There's the pitch eroding. There's the ball eroding. There's the mental tenacity of one player. There's the the, the, the battle between bat and ball. Mm. And then it's goalies, mate. Yeah, yeah, and then it's goalies. Goalies, an integral part of the whole setup. Yeah. Some people better with golly work than others, yes. to your point. Like, there's elite goalymen out there. Well, mate, elite. David Warner was the chief ball shiner. Some people are just about in the team because of their ball management exactly i mean no i'm not for it no. i think it's i think it's ludicrous yeah. it's it's just another step towards three-day test cricket or some other yeah what, whatever they shit. can whatever they can think up to yeah. ruin the game yeah exactly uh, why is it why has it lasted so long why is it one of the oldest sports played i don't know because it's fucking great yeah exactly why are you going to change something that has worked for the longest no let's try and jazz it up a little bit let's try and take the saliva no, you away. tried that you tried, you tried that. that and you got pajama cricket and it sucks Mate, that's all it is. That's Test cricket's a golly away from going to the dogs. So, no, I don't agree. I do not. No. Tom, Eddie, Hunter. Just uh, Pato here. Been a while between calls. Rooster supporter. Um, Always with the yeah, rooster shoes. Waiting on the pending start of the NRL, May 28th, but... I'm probably, you're probably going to go, oh, you whinging Roosters fan, blah, 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 blah. I just want to know your thoughts on the new rule changes of the NRL, this bullshit 
six again, core for infringement. Uh, we love it. Set of penalties around the rock infringement penalties is just going to be six again, core. Um, personally, I think it's fucking stupid that they're going to change the rules. Oh, Pato. This has an age well. This has an age well, bro. Two rounds into the comp. Would you say the same thing now? A bit funny of the season, but I think that's pretty beta saying that if you're down by two with not long to go, you can't go for the two. Can't level the score. You can't get out by eight if you're ahead, blah, blah, blah. Like, surely you just fucking play normal rules. Because now, if your team doesn't win, you're just going to say, oh, yeah, it's a tainted season, blah, blah, blah. No, you'll say well, I'm not just saying it as a Machooks fan, I'm just saying it as an NRL fan in general. And the whole one ref rule, like, yeah, it's not a big issue, but how are these refs going to go from refing fucking two refs for, for like the last 11 years to now one? Because they're professional. You know, a bit of pressure on them, and they already fuck up enough. No, but the second ref only does um, one thing. Yeah. Catching back 10, that was it. Thoughts? I'm calling on Monday. 18, so you probably t- you may talk about it during the podcast. No, we're but, talking um, about it on June 1st. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> just been playing on my mind while I'm plumbing away. Um, quick shout out to PD, Prince Dribbler, International Dribbler, Chris Ingate. Uh, much love and uh, hope you're safe. All right, boys. Pato, that yeah. couldn't have gone worse for you, bro. That age like a shit sandwich. The six again rule has been wildly loved and rightly so. Yeah. And rightly so. There's too many stupid penalties for ruck infringements. It would you shouldn't get two points for that. No. For the oh, little hand in the wrong place, laying too no. down too long. No, no, no. Just six again and carry on. Yeah. Get on with it, mate. Get on with it. If you're too weak to watch fast, beautiful, free-flowing football. Are you talking about football at HD light speed? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about rugby league the way it was meant to be played, baby. At the speed of HD light. That's it. And I believe, boys, if you still get that, if you get that call and you're inside the opposition 10, you still have the opportunity to go for goals. If you get the call and you're inside the 10, it's not a six again, you can get the penalty. There you go. There you go. Dior Dave, thanks for coming. Suck eggs, Pato, you rooster's gimp. Thanks for calling. (laughs) Love you, bro, but no. You were wrong. Good Dioring, Dave. It's what you're here for, bro. Lightning fast. It's, uh, my name's Denon. Came on the podcast a few weeks ago, and I just got a bit of a bone to pick. Ah. Apologies if I get uh, emotional, but last week you received a call about a, a beep test. Some bloke claiming that was it a real beep test if you went down a driveway and back up a driveway. Now... I just feel that we really connected when I came on the podcast in regards to champions of the tried and true ancient tradition of the beat test. I thought we were bringing the beat test back. And then you blokes entertained the notion that it could possibly be a real beat test (laughs) on a driveway. Did he step it out as well with his feet? You need hard measurements with measuring tape, mate. What are we going to do next? Start putting in half squats to full squats. Maybe some aided bench press. Bloody start counting Super League grand final wins. <laughs> to be honest, I just don't know what to say anymore. I feel like that was something, a ground that we met on and connected, and you boys have let me down. You were champions of the beat test, something that really separates the men from the boys. And my question is, you know, as I said, apologies if I'm a bit emotional, boys. Apologies. But my question is, what are you going to do to remedy this? The fact that you could even entertain the thought 
that a driveway beak test has any validity at all. No, he's right. I'm just hurt, boys. I'm fucking hurt. I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know what to do. Anymore. I thought we bagged the driveway guy. What are you going to do for the punters to remedy this situation? Because as champions of the beak test, it just hurts me, mate. It hurts me that you would just, just, just willy-nilly validate or even consider validating a driveway beak test. A bloody driveway <laughs> beak fucking test. fucking human. Absolute G up, boys. Absolute G up. Cannot believe it. Look, I didn't think we did. No, listen, I mean, I think that, you know, Denon May, look, he's clearly emotional and, and he's, as, he's, he's, upset. he's as keen a proponent of the beep test as anyone. I think we sort of were trying... He wants to see him done right. And, and listen, I mean, if he's that mad about the fucking driveway beep test, he'll be equally as furious about the, the, the backyard 10-metre beep. The, <laughs> the turn. The turn. The tumble the turn tumble beep turn test. The tumble turn beep test, no. No, and look, I think Denon... We were entertaining it in the sense of trying to work out mechanically whether it was harder than your tried and true flat ground, flat track beat. Now, I think we worked out that downhill you get some respite, uphill you don't. We came to this, the conclusion that it was not valid and we rightfully bagged the, the, uh, the, the, the beep test dribbler, who's since come back and shown that he's learnt nothing. Uh, he's got. He's actually regressed. He's actually gotten worse. <laughs> this is dumber. This one. The second one that he's done is dumber. It's far dumber. It's far dumber. The turn stuff. What yeah, is it? The, 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 the tumble turn. Tumble turn beep test. It's it's not up to scratch. Look, Tom and I almost you know created the groundswell of support around the well, second listen, coming of the beep. We're certainly behind the second coming of the beep test and pushing for it to return to all major sporting organisations. There's so, no doubt about that. So there's not one part of me that's that's going to support inferior uh, or beep tests that don't tick all the boxes. No, exactly. Tom. Alternative they need to t- methods. No, they need to tick all the boxes, 100%. And that's the way it'll be moving forward. Now, if he's asking for us to do one, which I sort of think was maybe the angle there. Yeah, like how are we going to remedy like it? Like how are we going to remedy it? What's, what's our remedy? We'll do one. We're beeping. We're beeping. Make no mistake, we're beeping. We're also going to, and this is maybe way too much effort, but I want us to make our own beep test. Level one, one. Level two, two. You know what I mean? You and I. Oh, where we'll voice it. Yeah, we'll voice our own beep doom, test. Doom, doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to. I think that's important. As long as it marries up, it's as, as long as it's an authentic beep test, but with our voice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now we might need to use D or Dave to help us there. Yeah. Um, but D or Dave doesn't cut corners, so I know it'll be legit. D or Dave straight up and down. Yeah, I yeah. think the punter and the dribbler, the groundswell, the support for D or Dave has been such that there's immediate belief in him. Oh, there's belief. There's belief in D. Obviously from us, but I'm talking about from the wider audience. Which is important. Yeah. So look, we'll be releasing our own beep test in the coming weeks. Or months. <laughs> Dan and I hope that goes some way to remedying your perception of yeah. us. Yeah, and, and listen, man, love to see you get a little beep going. Why don't you do a beep test? Love to see you do a beep, bro. Hey, love to see what you can rack up on your beep. All this bloody, I'm a proud beep test, yeah, man. Yeah, lot what are you doing, Dannon? Lot of talking, bro. Step up and beep. Let's step up and beep. Come on, beep us, bro. Let's step see up who and gets beep. the better beep. Mine's Ste- gonna be fucking. Step up and beep. <laughs> step up to the beep. <laughs> G'day, it's uh, Johnny here from Brisbane. G'day, John. Uh, just giving a shout out to all the triplers and the punters. No, no. Um, <laughs> I want to give a call in. No. Nah. Uh, 
just Wrong. a question for the boys. Um, <laughs> back in the day before Santa really sort of slacked on me, I was given a VHS WCW Ooh, uh, for me. Christmas uh, before the sort of streaming in the Foxtel days. I'm listening. And sort of uh, Goldberg was sort of the man about town. Uh, in that sort of in wrestling fraternity, the WCW. And sort of parallels can be drawn with him and Stone Cold Steve Austin okay. in the WWE, I believe it was called, it's called the back then in the sort of late 90s. Fuck this guy. I never saw sort of right. Stone Cold Steve Austin be uh, Goldberg. And I was just wondering... Who do you reckon would have come through Stone Cold. in that sort of uh, Stone Cold. bout Stone Cold. in the ring? Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Cheers, guys. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, I think he comes back with yeah. one more. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, he does. Fuck, please fuck up punters and dribblers again. The dribblers and the punters. Please do that again. Uh, g'day, fellas. It's Johnny here again from Brisbane. Uh, as a first-time dribbler, I thought I'd pay homage to the tradition that is the double dribble. Um, to be honest, I've only started listening to this podcast in the last week. Okay. Uh, so forgiven. I thought I'd just give a shout I out. I see, that's why you got it wrong. Yeah. Put me on it. Uh, Creswick and Nick Dean. Shout out to those uh, two. Thanks, lads. See you soon. I liked his second dribble. No, it was nice. It certainly made up for the dribblers and punters. Yeah, yeah. Look, he got me offside with the dribblers and punters, but having now learnt that he's only listened to it for a week... Mate, I'm... how about calling the dribbler hotline after a week? I think that's, I think that's fucking strong. That's a, what a good guy. you got the makings of a good dribbler. Yeah, what a good guy. Makings of a good dribbler. And Stone Cold, to answer your question. Stone Cold every day of the week. Stone Cold every day of the week. Goldberg, good, but he ain't Stone Cold. Good day, fellas. It is the sleep dribbler. <laughs> the sleep dribbler is out of his coma because rugby leg, rugby leg is back in action. Now, look, all I want to say to the fellas is it's been a tough couple of months. The punters. Ah, ah, We've turned on each other. We've turned on each other. Times are tough. Times are tough. But the sleep dribbler. He's been bounced out more than a fucking spell from Neil Wagner. Holy shit, I have lost the gherkin. There is a gherkin-free festival for the sleep dribbler. Now, look, following my latest entry, disappointed, angry, upset. I mean, there was a lot of anger. A lot of anger there from the sleep dribbler. Referring to everyone as ring stingers, cum sponges. The thing is, let me take you behind the scenes. Let me take you behind the scenes of the slip dribbler. All I, all I can say is, just think, just think of um, an absolute favourite romantic comedy movie. Me, myself, and Irene. There's a lot of slip dribbler. There's Hank. There's Charlie. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff. There's a couple of people I want to shout out. There's a couple of people I want to shout out to. That is the King Dribbler. Look, King Dribbler. No one refers to themselves as the king who is actually the king. Absolutely grow up here, mate. The last person that referred to themselves as the king was Joffrey. So whenever you hear the king name, just think of Joffrey. Come on, mate. And then telling the people that they don't have runs on the board, what about Peter Volandes? You don't say, he hasn't been around for 100 years. What about him? St. Peter. Rugby league. Rugby league. Anyway, on to my actual 
actual questions, which I've uh, spent a lot of time thinking about. And this comes back to you, Tom and Eddie. Tom and Eddie. Tom. Everyone. There's been a lot of conjecture from the dribblers that you got finger blasted by the ghost of Don Breedman. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. All I want to say is this. Please talk us through. Please reveal the curtain. Take us behind the scenes. What was it like? What was it like after Don Breedman? After Don Bremen entered you, you just hit every ball for six. I mean, you just middled everything. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. And you, Edward. Don't, do not think that the Wood Ducks, the Bucks, the Wood Ducks, the Bucks. I've launched a full investigation. I have launched a full investigation. And all I can say is you've been absolutely honey-dicked. You've been absolutely catfished. You've reeled them in. You're coming in as dollar one favourites, and before you know it, the wood ducks are raining down bukkake on your face. You're better than that. So that's what I want to know, fellas. The rugby league. The rugby league is back. Thank God the sled dribbler needs that. The sled dribbler needs us. But I'd like to take a personal story. A personal story from you two, Thomas and Eddie, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> anyway, the Royal Reckons, Andrew Parr. Shout out. Andrew Parr, shout out. Good to see you, fellas. Good to see you. The sweet dribbler. He needs he needs to get in the cot because he's absolutely lost the plot. And the scooter. And the scooter in the Whitehunter region. And particularly that coward, Gil McGuggenheimen. Gil McGuggenheimen. Anyway, fellas. Be soon. <laughs> and look, Bracey. We're still waiting. Luke Bracey, you've given us the Matilda rhetoric. You've given us the Matilda chat. Just show it. Please, just a minute. Anyway, fellas, slip to blow. Get up. See you, fellas. Stop it. Holy. Sleep dribbler. I mean, I imagined him like walking along the side of a highway while he calls in. Like that just said, he's just like some... It was like in and out of reception. Like that was... and, and like walking in between traffic. You could hear cars <laughs> zooming past him as he was saying shit. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. A lot of King Dribbler shade thrown this podcast, King Dribbler's bro. copping it. Big Tasty and Sleep Dribbler. Two was... heavy hitters of the Dribbler game. Well, they, but they, mate, they are heavy hitters. Yeah. yeah. But it was interesting him saying no runs on the board. Like, does it matter? Good point. It's a good point. It's a fucking good point. Dribbler Wars. They're happening. Dribbler Wars, mate. King Dribbler, mate. Gauntlet's been thrown down by a couple of dribblers here. Yeah. A couple of dribblers that want you to step up. Because they're not happy. No. There was and a- from where I'm sitting, Sleep Dribbler just turns up. He doesn't have a bad game. Sleep Dribbler is like uh, the Cam Smith of dribbles, where it's like the difference between his good and his bad dribbles is almost negligible. Like, yeah, they can take a bit of a dark turn yeah. sometimes. But that's what that's his shtick. That's that, his that's vibe. His, that's his vibe, mate. He's just honest. Yeah. He's just leaving his all his dribble out on the on the dribbler hotline. Like, it makes you feel uncomfortable, but that's what it's meant to do. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't about know where to, it's, it's going. It's meant to emoke, evoke emotion. Yeah, and it does. Now, in terms of what he was asking us, I mean, I feel like we've we've already spoken about we have. those situations. But like the Wood Ducks fucking pumped us. Yeah. yeah and I, I, I went through that. It was tough, yeah. but I did. And we got I, absolutely pumped. I killed a spider in one whack at home, and then I went and got back to back fucking retirements with the Thick Ropes County 11. I'm, I think I averaged like 188 for the season. That's what happened after the Don ended me, bro. 188 <laughs> average. Recognize. Yeah. yeah. And I get injured every week. Because it's an old man that's entered me. Don's old, you know <laughs> what I mean? Old so, far. like, he's breaking down. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's, still, he's still got hand-eye. Yeah. That was tremendous. Um, that's good. That took it out of me. It took it out of me. Like, 
I'm almost thinking, Tom, that we, 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 we call it, it. We call it on the sleep dribbler. It's fucking pandemic times, man. It's a fucking circus you out here. You play it as you dribbles. see it. You're whatever works for us. We're playing as it lies. It's not about you. It's about us. Whatever works for us. That's right. Now, look, are we in the top fucking... Are we top the podcast heap? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Fuck yeah, we are. Which means we can do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. And we are. It's been a long podcast. I enjoyed that. Sleep dribblers got me up and about. Now... Enjoyed that thoroughly. I feel like we also <laughs> got some written ones. I'm just going to mm. have a look. I know. To the written's. I think there's like one. Oh, look again, bro. Good Lord. Um, look, Pato, who just called up saying, uh, yeah, look, so I think Pato sent in one saying he was the guy that basically said that he was he didn't like the new rules. Called a couple of weeks ago in regards to the new rules and the ref changes and wasn't that keen and was a bit sceptical, to be honest. But after the weekend... I'll have to give myself a public clipping and again hail St. Peter Volandis. The footy over the weekend was supreme as well as the rule changes. Fast footy, no wrestling, free-flowing, letters in pencil, Chooks back on track for that three-peat and Manly looking the goods after training run over the doggies. VB soon, Pato. There you go. There's one. Nice. Uh, Kendrick. Kendrick, who is probably the most divisive figure on the P's and D's page, but you love that. He he uh, he certainly evokes a lot of emotion from the P's and D's. Kendrick Hatton, friend of the show. Um, we've already spoken about Trell though. He thinks that um, ninety percent of the P's and D's are sheep, and if we told them that Hitler was a good five eight back in the forties in Germany, they'd probably eat the shit out of that yarn. This is a Hitler rhetoric. A lot of Hitler. A lot rhetoric of Hitler this rhetoric. Yeah, this is a, look, Kendrick. I think that we just speak the language of the punter and the dribbler. I don't feel like we are telling them what to think. These are free-minded individual dribblers here. We just happen to be plugged into the fucking... We're plugged in. You know, the zeitgeist. We're plugged into the the thoughts and the feelings of the dribbler. The hearts and minds. And we voice them. That's why we're so tangible. Yeah. And listen, feel like you probably agree with a lot of the shit we say too. You aren't, you aren't immune. No, you aren't immune. You aren't immune. Not many dribblers and punters, for that matter, are immune. Exactly. So the only reason that we are influential is because we're saying stuff everyone agrees with. Yeah, we can't help that. That's not our fault. No. That we're plugged in, as it were. Uh, dribble from David Ryan. Good morning, Tom and Eddie. Just had a revelation about a possible dog name. The name Capulin. You say... You say it as you spell it. It's a synonym for cherry, which can be related to your beloved Captain Daly Cherry Evans. It's also a non-aggressive name with multiple nicknames available, such as Cap. That's true. Also, shout out to Nath Jordan for opening my ears to your sweet dribbling yarn. Be soon. Shout out to Nath Jordan. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you, David Ryan. Capulin. Big day. Bit. Sounds like a private school kid's name, and he's like a weird kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's for me, bro. No. Thanks for the thanks for hey, listen, thanks for writing in, bro. Helpful, but also weird. Thanks for writing in. Um, this guy's sent in an AFL, a dark AFL dribble, um, and it's just a screenshot. I don't know how I missed this. Police were reportedly called to a fight involving Mark Bomber Thompson, where it's alleged he threw a person into the boot of a car. Now, are they saying like put him in the boot or just like slammed him into the boot? I don't know. Fuck well, it. if he put him in the boot, isn't that like kidnap? Yeah. Um, this is from... Oh, who sent us that one about Bomber Thompson? Hype. Uh, Hachipi. Hayden O'Connell. 
Uh, this one is from Matthew Mullen. Hi, lads. Hope you're well. Irish dribbler looking for some guidance. Big weekend ahead with the moon landing. Okay, this is obviously going to be a little bit late for you. Uh, bringing live sports to our screens. Regrettably, with limited exposure to league in Ireland, I have no allegiance to it. An... Is this motherfucker just an Irish guy listening to this podcast? Regrettably, with a limited exposure to league in Ireland, I have no allegiance to an NRL team at present. It feels fickle to choose a team. In Ireland, much like Origin, teams are allocated by your place of birth with your parish or country or province determining your loyalty in all sports. Hope you lads might be able to recommend an appropriate mechanism so I can get some kit ordered before week two. Uh, Manly, brah. Manly. Manly Seagulls, can't go wrong. If you're an Irish dribbler listening and you're you're living, you're born and raised in Ireland, I'm impressed. Yeah, very impressed. Welcome, brah. But Manly, that's who you want. Um, This one was for Dave, actually. Someone sent this in for you. I haven't read it, but I just saw it. Yeah, g'day, boys. This one's for D or Dave. Yeah, g'day, D or Dave. Mate, I can't help but think you're getting a piggyback to stardom. I mean, you've been in the job for over a week. Uh, you've been in the job for over a fortnight, and we've gone two weeks without a dribbler pod. Have you forgotten your humble beginnings? It was a dribble that shot you to fame. Without the dribble, you'd still be a ball boy for the big three. <laughs> Look, granted, you're, you've, a, uh, you've got a bloody fast mid-potty Dior on you, but, mate, interns have been shot to be in your position and you really got to get these dribbler pods out. Please don't forget the humble dribbler and get to work. Release the potties and uh, add some impact off the bench. Something, please. I miss dribble. Beer soon. Well, there's a bit to unpack there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to deny in any way that I'm getting piggyback straight to fame. No, you're not. I you're, think you're, I am. You're, you've got your way. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I am. I hopped on and I'm here now and I've got the hat, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah. But also, sorry, did anyone else call up and ask to be intern? No, they no, didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. What's stopping whoever that guy's name is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoever well. that dickhead exactly. is. Exactly. Instead mm. of just waiting and complaining, he <laughs> actually took in some initiative. Wrecked. 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 Yeah. Sorry, mate. And, uh, <laughs> and also, yeah, Dribble Pod's not my fault, so. Yeah, there you go. Talk well, don't do start that. blaming us. Yeah. Hold on. Hold Play on. your role. <laughs> Play your role. Yeah, we'll get that you back. You take the blame. <laughs> We're in this together yeah, now, bro. Fault, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Eddie, I don't know. Is there any other ones? That was a funny dribble, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm running out of puff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we wrapping it there? I think we're wrapping it. I think we wrap it. Look, if we missed your dribble, stiff shit. Um, <laughs> if we didn't read yours out, again, stiff shit. We've been here for too long. Dave's almost passing out. Yeah. I'm running out of puff. Yep. Tremendous so show. Thanks for coming. Uh, beer soon. Could you two just not talk anymore?